What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Batman News Weekly, year two, episode Nintendo 64. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got three Jokers finale for you today, which we're finally, we have a lot of ideas and I, things to talk about with this one. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought about something today, and I want to uh -huh. know if you even thought about it while reading it or when you were finished. So I, I want to bring something okay. up. Today. I reread it. I reread it. Okay. So I, I have to give these kind of ideas. Uh, and then we also have news from the actual artist of this as well that we'll touch on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about with Three Jokers. Uh, we also got Red Hood Batgirl finishing. We'll give some thoughts on that. We got a Batman versus Batman kind of thing happening in Batman Beyond. And, of course, we have the uh, Suicide Squad, which we know that there was a big death in the last episode. So we have a lot of comic book stuff to talk about. So what we're going to go ahead and do is knock out some of the uh, very small entertainment news that we have to talk about. But it did kind of make headlines um, because, first of all, we got uh, Suicide Squad new photos, which this was kind of cool. Uh, it looks like from Empire Magazine, right? Yeah. They're doing a, a full, like, I guess, spread on the Suicide Squad we got some new photos of John Cena just looking fucking beastly as fucking Peacemaker. Um, and then, you know, he's Idris Alba there. I believe that's Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Um, we got another, the classic, like, Suicide Squad photo of where they're in the another helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, that was pretty classic. Everybody seems, it seems to be a lot of them. So, it doesn't, this might be very early on. It doesn't look like anybody's dead. And then, uh, yeah, there's just uh, other random little stuff. But the main thing that came out of this was, I think, James Gunn's quote, right, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know what it was word for word, but, like, somebody asked him, like, uh, it's a, I don't even know what the question was. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the question was, whether it was, oh, you, you aren't going to kill him or you aren't going to kill this yeah. person. But basically, what James Gunn has been pretty much, at this point, almost beating a dead horse mm -hmm. is that he has full reign on being able to kill anybody he wants to in this film. Yeah. When it comes to the squad. I how do, how do you feel about that? I like it um because I've always been somebody like so here's like so when it comes to like Zack Snyder, right? So with Zack Snyder's if we know it's not going to be part of the DCEU, granted we don't know what's going to happen in Flashpoint, but if you have something like free reign, like Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, you could kill somebody there because it's not going to have consequences on everybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, granted, this is supposed to be DCEU. So if somebody dies here, they should die in every other movie. Yeah. Um, so like if Harley were to die, that would be a big thing. Um, but I don't mind the free reign thing. But don't say it if you're not going to take big chances. Like, cause that was one of my biggest things with Gotham, the show Gotham. Everybody's like, Oh, this is not in uh, it's a different universe. It's not following the comics. I'm like, okay, if it's not following the comics and you know, freaking the, the villains are going to create Batman, let a big villain die like penguin or Riddler. Don't be like, Oh, they all have to be alive because Batman's going to be Batman in 20 years. Yeah. No, kill some of them. Like if this is its own universe and uh, they never really did that uh but you know what i mean so like i i like the idea but if you're not gonna do anything with it don't even bother saying it you know what i mean well and and i told you this right before we started recording is i brought up to some people uh on a live podcast like what if this is a different universe and you mm -hmm. said okay it is supposed to be dceu but <clears throat> excuse me the really 
big thing that James Gunn has kind of been coy with mm-hmm. is we don't know if this is a direct sequel to freaking David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Yeah. Not his not his cut, but mm-hmm. the one that was theatrically released. Yeah. We don't know if it's you know, because everybody was trying to oh, is is he replacing David Ayer completely? Is this, mm-hmm. you know, nobody knows exactly or if this is a revamp and this is supposed to be you know the first movie yeah you know so taking that into mind as well as on the podcast that i was listening to they are really big into supporting the multiverse idea for dc Mm -hmm. so i said if you want to embrace a multiverse you have to embrace the possibility that james gunn said hey i want my own pocket little universe so i can kill harley yeah yeah i get it i think it's stupid um (laughs) because like you just don't you don't kill margot robbie you know what i mean like you don't kill harley quinn like i get it like it would be like killing batman you know what i mean well because oh you know what i think that the question that was asked to gun had something to do with the term plot armor Mm. because Everybody and their mother uses the term plot armor whenever it comes to Margot Robbie. Yeah, I hate plot armor. I hate the term, not yeah. the idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I get it. But e- e- movies aren't stupid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I I have literally went to go see shitty movies for certain actors. Fucking uh, <laughs> bloodshot just to go see Isa Gonzalez. Not because she's a great actor. It's because oh, I don't have that many yes. Latinos I can support. Um, so like, I gotta and it's go the watch the reason movie. why we went to go see Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. For the exact same uh, actress. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to see it for what's her name too. Just, uh, Kirby. I forget her name. Uh, oh, her yeah, name. yeah. Because she was rumored to be Catwoman, yeah, which she true. looks like she could have been Catwoman in that movie. So would have been totally fine. But, uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think you don't, you know, you wouldn't kill Harley and I would be pissed if they kind of killed Harley in this because I've always said big deaths should happen in the third movie. Um, especially if it's something that's going to continue, you know what I mean? Granted, you could say this is Harley's third movie. Um, but from what we have heard, Margot Robbie says she's willing to play Harley forever is what it seems like. Um, yeah, I mean, but if, at the same time, if she's willing to play Harley the same way that Hugh Jackman played Wolverine, which is mm-hmm. kind of how she worded it, Hugh Jackman played Wolverine in technically like two different universes, three different universes. Yeah. So Margot could do the same thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess, but didn't or, they try to retcon all that bullshit? I was going to say, or separate yeah. timelines or whatever you yeah, want to call them. Yeah, separate timelines. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I just, re- I hope they don't get crazy with this multiverse thing. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna see fucking Bruce die like fifty times or something in the multiverse. And you have shit. to like, embrace it. We want no, comic booky, so you have no. to go comic booky. This is comic booky. I don't need to go full blown. <laughs> like I don't need Batmite to show up in here and fucking uh, Mister Pitalix or whatever the fuck his name is. Like I don't need to go that Mixel far. Spitlick. Yeah, whatever. The, the Superman guy. Uh, I only know Batmite. <laughs> um, but anyways, like, we don't need that shit. Granted, that shit, one of those would be fucking hilarious in a Harley Quinn movie. 
like that would make sense yeah because you know whether she's tripping balls or something like that like that would make sense because then that that also makes sense to have like a batman cameo in a harley quinn movie in a tripping ball scene like that you're just like what the fuck and like you have these little bat mites show up that'd be interesting um but anyways so uh yeah i don't agree with that if i think anybody's gonna die that's gonna be big I still think we're going to have happen what we said. I think a lot of these people are going to die pretty early in the movie. And we're going to focus on the main core that was originally said, like John Cena, Margot Robbie, um, or I should say Harley Quinn, um, you know, freaking, uh, I don't see. You think, I you, wouldn't... you think they'll kill Ratcatcher? No, I think she's one of the ones that's going to stay. Okay. Um, what I, I think they're going to kill, like, um, you know, Javelin, uh, P. Davison's character, Nathan Fillion's character. Uh, it would be really weird if uh, Mom Gal dies, though, because she's supposed to be kind of OP. So it'd be weird if she yeah. dies. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly, like, I know that it's very practical, her, like, look. Mm -hmm. She's just really small for Mom Gal. Yeah. Like, I still think that, but it is what it is. You know, this is mm -hmm. this is the the look that Gunn wanted, and I'm gonna you know take it because yeah, I know that he'll make a really good movie, but I think Nathan Fillion will be one of the first three people to die. I'm yeah. putting my money on it now. I I could see that. Uh, Michael Rooker's totally dying. One hundred percent. he's dying. Did you know that Michael Rooker had freaking COVID? Really? Yeah. While filming this. I don't know while filming. I don't think it was while filming. Oh, I don't okay. know. But uh, uh, I was listening to Michael Rosenbaum's podcast this mm -hmm. week. And Stephen Amell had it for yeah, the past three weeks. I saw that. And so Rosenbaum told his own story about he called Rooker. And Rooker had it. And Rooker mm -hmm. explained it as like this like just dread awful thing. Yeah. That... Uh, that you know what to go through or whatever and i was just like fuck there's like a ton of people that personally like like not personally but just like yeah. with actors and whatnot that may actually have it and nobody knows yeah it's insane man like um that's why it's very crazy like we've had those few scares at work and stuff and it's just like holy shit like i went to go eat at like a coffee shop today for the first time in forever so i'm just like oh it just seems kind of chill but at the same time you don't know dude so it's just like I I tell my wife all the time, like, if we're going to eat somewhere, we're going to eat in the car. Like, <laughs> nice. like, I don't care if we have to drive out to, like, a park just to yeah. look at the park and be like, hey, let's just imagine us eating at that bench right there. No, mm -hmm. we're eating in the car. Yeah. But no, luckily where I went, I was at least, yeah, I was probably like at least five feet away from each other for sure. Because um, like they're like little tables spaced out in the corners of the room. Which was kind of nice, um, but I wasn't there that long, and it's also in a park area, which was nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's still but, a weird world. But yeah, I think not not due to COVID, but in the film, I think Rooker will die. Yeah, I think he'll die as well. But although he was saying he wanted his own show, so maybe he wants it because he's dead. <laughs> I need I need a job. Um, oh man! But I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised though. And I hope they don't do this, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rick Flag or Boomerang die as being one of the previous characters. Um, I and I don't expect, want Boomerang to die, though. I expect Rick Flag to die. Yeah. Um, I think a couple people have already said that he may die because another soldier can just be like 
oh, let's mm-hmm. throw this guy in here. Um, you know, we could bring in somebody like a freaking uh, what's his name from freaking Wonder Woman, uh, Steve Trevor. Trevor, yeah, yeah. You know, on the Suicide Squad, that would be hella interesting. Yeah. No, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if he dies. Or, and this is why I also, and I hate to say this, but Hollywood has a track record of this. I would not be surprised if Idris Elba dies so Will Smith can be in the next movie. Oh, and only having one y- black guy? Yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> they do it. The Walking Dead did it for like four seasons. Oh, Every man. time a black character died, a new one showed up at the end of the episode. You're just like, oh, that's very convenient. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Elba dies and Will Smith's character comes back. Because they're literally both have daughters and they're both fighting for their daughter or some bullshit. It's the same fucking character. Yeah. So wouldn't be surprised if they only got Elba for this one. I would have definitely put money on that had he got the Bond job. I would have been like, oh, he's definitely going to leave. But he didn't get the Bond job. If I'm hearing it's what's his face? Venom. No. Tom Hardy? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I've I've heard like a lot of different things there's still a lot of people who are trying to push cavill into it yeah he he has i just feel like he's too big for bond see people think that people think that like once one character or one actor gets a Mm -hmm. role that they can do nothing else yeah so like they're like oh he's too caught up with dc he's doing Mm -hmm. the witcher he has no time for bond and i'm just like they have managers and like assistants for a reason. If the rock so, can do it. Exactly. The yeah. rock pushes like how much fucking content out. But I think like, the rock years? also gets like two hours of sleep. So he's a machine. Uh, There's no way he's got to have at least six. I, I would not be surprised if he's a four or to six hour guy. I don't think he gets eight. There's no fucking way. No, no, I don't no think he gets, he gets eight. eight. No, I don't get um, eight. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised he hasn't tried to reboot Terminator. Why has he not been oh, Terminator? God, don't do not put that <laughs> like, into the world. Hey, The Rock, I'm Jeez. throwing this down right now. You should be the Terminator guy. You know what? He should show up and destroy Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie, and he's the oh. new Terminator. Like, oh, God. God. Because he, he's massive, bro. Like, God. You know what? He's no, 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 no. He has too much charisma. He would not. He would not no, be able to be stoned. Because he, he would be like, he'd be all robotic. He'd be like, do you smell? What the? <laughs> you know, he's gonna go out there. He's gonna fucking rock bottom. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, dude, it's gonna go down, dude. Oh, God, man. make it happen, James Cameron. Nobody wants to see Avatar. Everybody wants to see The Rock as the Terminator. Jesus. Get him out of here, dude. Yeah. At least he honors the old movies, you know what I mean? Look, if The Rock can't revitalize Terminator, nobody can. That, I'm just throwing that out there. Because nobody has been able to. Fuck, no, I kind of want to see it. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? That's the one thing, man. The Rock will get you to go see stupid movies. Like, I that's still haven't seen thing. that stupid skyscraper movie he did. Oh, yeah, where he fucking, where there's no way he makes that jump, but he does somehow because he's The Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah um but anyways we spent too much time on that uh but yeah so suicide squad stuff uh another thing is we got batwoman photos which i think she looks really good this suit looks so good yeah it looks really good on her 
Um, we were kind of questioning it. We didn't know because we got that first photo. We were like, mm. well, the we thought... the first photo is with the old costume. This is a completely different costume. Is it? Did she not have red gloves in the old costume? No. So the the cowl is a little different. Uh, really? Yes. Huh. The the neck piece. There is no neck piece in the old one. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, she doesn't look like she has a neck piece here. It's cloth. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. uh, Ruby Rose, you could see her entire neck. Oh, uh, really? I have to look at that. Yeah. Um, huh, interesting. Um, actually, yeah, we have the internet right here. We could look at yeah. like two different photos. Uh, let's see. So I see this first one. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you can actually see Ruby Rose's neck. That's yeah. interesting. Well, no. Uh, in certain areas, you can. Ruby Rose actually, no. Uh, there is one photo where you can see her neck, but in all the other ones, no, she's wearing the same black cloth. Um, really? Yeah. And, okay, so Ruby Rose's uh, outfit does not have red uh, gloves. So I will say that. Okay. Uh, her belt, belt is different. Yeah, I think her belt actually looks better. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm more for better, bigger, better pouches. Yeah. Um, I think the cape might be better on Ryan's. So, because it has that red hue, if that's actually how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Ryan has better gauntlets for sure. And it looks like they changed the torso a little bit. Like yeah. the 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 bat symbol looks a lot more prominent. And it doesn't uh, connect to the cape. It looks like the other one connects to the cape. This one doesn't connect to the cape. So I think that's why it looks better. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Rose is connected to the the latches on the cape, which look kind of weird. But Ryan's does not. It's a full bad symbol by itself. So I think okay. that looks really cool. Um, and yeah, her her gauntlets look better. So yeah, I think she looks dope. And if she's going to have red hair, like actual like red hair in her... See, that's really weird because I like her, you know, I mean... She has like froey hair. I just want to say mm-hmm. that. Um, but I like it there. But in that other photo we had, she's wearing a wig. She's wearing the the ruby rose wig. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder. So they. What's so she's there. she's probably pretending to be the original. Mm. In the first few episodes, and then yeah. when she finally decides, like, I can't be the old Batwoman. I have to be yeah. myself because that is totally a CW line in a cw plot line she will make it her own as Mm -hmm. you know the batwoman writer said and this will be her new suit and she looks awesome yeah she looks great here i wonder if cw because i would not put it past them if they're gonna have one of the previous villains see her and be like wait you look different what's different about you they always do something like that if if they, uh, I, I I don't know if or if, if they just go hard. You're black, <laughs> like fucking hard. <laughs> that would be like what? See, CW is freaking out. Who okay that? See, I think what we will get is I think we will get the character Alice playing off what a Joker would be like and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you're not my sister. Yeah. You know, playing it that way, 
just how like he did with Grayson when he was Batman. Like, oh, you're I not... feel like sister would be the terrible word to use because of like it's a cultural thing. Like my sister, you know what I mean? That would be terrible. Eesh. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many like minefields or, like or in dialogue. Just, you know what? You're not her. Boom. Yeah. I there, fixed that it. That makes sense. Right there. there you go. Yeah. They're going to use sister. They're going to use sister and they're going to use the freaking like. Not the hard A. About you. Not, not no. the slang A. I hope. No. Uh, I just think that they're they're going to use the line of you look different. Like it, it's just going to be in there. I just have a feeling. It's, I would not put it past CW. I don't watch the show, so I will never be to confirm that. But if it happens, ladies and gentlemen, hit me up on Twitter because I will not. Be I will probably show. freaking watch it. Like I do not have that's... the time anymore. Um, let's see now. So that's all it. She just looks awesome. We just want to throw our opinion out there. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I again. Now I now, wish her all the success. The suit looks good. She has shown that she is going to look good in a Batwoman suit. Now mm-hmm. the writers have to prove if it's going to be a good enough story for it to all be okay with. Yes, I agree. I will personally not know if Clay watches the show. He will let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but going from one good suit to a bad suit, ladies Jesus and gentlemen, Christ, people. we have Child Red Hood. We, and- we have what I could only describe to you as think of, I'm trying to think of, Think of Tom Holland mm-hmm. as and, Nathan Drake. No, no. Tom Holland in Ben Affleck suit. That's yeah. ba- like, okay. He has no neck. Bad. He has no, no neck. The, he has no body. His shoulders are basically attached to the side of his face. Uh-huh. Like, it, I, 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 I don't know, dude. I don't know. This- it, it's funny because we know uh, Jensen Eccles has a great Red Hood cosplay. Yes, that it's was actually the cosplay that he owns. He owns yeah. it was actually placed in an episode of the freaking show Supernatural. Yeah. And like they played a little joke on it. Mm-hmm. He, as a grown ass 40 year old man, looks 10 times better than a studio production hbo max concept yeah. yeah i'm i am a huge fans i'm a huge fan of cosplayers any cosplay ladies out there hit me up um but i just think that there are cosplayers out there that can make 100 there is a guy that makes red hood helmets that are way better than this 100 yes. way better than this. do you know what i realized look at that red hood helmet right now and tell mm-hmm. me that it does not look like robot man it i agree and it also just looks like an iron man helmet you would buy at walmart yes but if if you look at the nose down that is robot man yeah yeah this is bad um the chest not only only that if you go to the concept art that they put it next to because people Mm -hmm. thought both of these pictures were art yeah no no one is an actual picture that is the actual actor and the other is art the, the art piece is crap also. Just wanted to throw yeah, that out there. But the art piece has a neck. So, yes. um, yeah, this is awful, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I feel um, like it's going to be so freaking hilarious to have him try to bow up to Nightwing and him yeah. having to look up. 
it's gonna be so bad. Yeah, no, they're gonna Jaden State them that shit for sure. Uh, with the Rock, they're gonna be eye level somehow. Um, or they're just he's always gonna be above him, like on a on a, st- like, on a yeah, step stool. Yeah, <laughs> something. He's gonna be on a fire escape. Get away from me, Nightwing. Um, because like this oh, looks man. awful. The chest plate looks like a fucking hockey pads. As yes. a classic Batman yeah. line. It, 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 it looks, looks so bad. It looks like something he bought at Walmart. Dude, my hoodie that I buy from H&M looks better than this hoodie. Like, this hoodie looks so terrible. And there is still people that are are still making the argument of like, oh, I just, like, I really hope that HBO, you know, does this justice and we're going to see the crowbar and maybe Mm-mm. maybe it maybe it happened off screen and they'll talk about it no Mm-mm. no no we we are not going to get the under the red hood story he's going to be depressed because they care more about freaking donna than they do him mm-hmm. and he's he's going to yeah. be like Meh. and this he's going to go off and be red hood like it's not going to make How's he going to get the name? How's he going to get the name? Is what I want to know. I just, oh, I saw this helmet. Is he going to see a helmet in a costume shop and just fucking buy it? Oh, like, God. what, what is he going to do? Like, it, it makes no sense, but it just looks like a child is in a cosplay. Like, this is what you buy a five-year-old. He's like, I want to be Red Hood, Ma. That's how it looks. He looks like a five-year-old in a cosplay, like, yeah. genuinely. And it's sad. Like, Cause, there's cause that the one thing. guy. One Go thing also is he goes from, yeah, being a brutal Robin. We saw that like in the very first episode that he's introduced, he was a mm-hmm. very brutal Robin. But like, there has not been enough story for me to, for me to be convinced that he will just straight up use those guns that are attached to his legs because he was a whiny bitch last yeah. season. Yeah, what they should have did if this was their plan for season three all along, because I said he should die at the end of this season, and then you go all of next season with not him not being there. You just think he's dead, and he shows up on the final episode of season four, and then he is the villain of season five. Like yes. that's how you set it up. That was my plan for Jerome and Gotham. Like was like okay, you have him come back as the Red Hood. He dies in a pit of acid with Bruce Wayne or whatever, and then he comes back in the final season as the Joker. Like yeah. that's how you progress a good character. Um, it blows my mind that there are people in Hollywood that do not understand this concept. Like well, it's it's the one thing that I will forever just be super angry about. That the only thing they're doing it with is New Gods. Bring in writers of the fucking story. Yeah. Now, well, Jeff Johns been doing it with Stargirl. Uh, yes, Jeff Johns. Yes, you're mm-hmm. right. But uh, I can't remember right off the top of my head the writer for Under the Red Hood. Uh, I do not know. But I will say your favorite person who is about to write the Power Rangers. Stop it. Does write comic books, and he's not that great. So, you know, it's... You need the actual writers of these characters involved, um, you know, or maybe not the actual writers, but people that have shown that they are good writers. You know what I mean? Like you need the Jude Winters. Jude Winnick. Okay. He wrote Under the Red Hood, the actual story. Mm-hmm. And they love that story so much. He actually wrote the movie Under the Red Hood. Yeah. 
So why not get him, give him the script or scripts leading mm. up to this whole story of under like him being the Red Hood and make it a decent story? They will not do it. And I don't understand why. Now, I did look at IMDb, you know, because I was doing some research for the whole Power Rangers thing. Mm-hmm. Brian Edward Hill is only a story editor, or at least that's what IMDb says. Mm-hmm. But in the article, they say he's a co-producer of Titans. I mean, yeah. did I say Under the Red Hood? I meant I meant Titans. Oh, okay. He's... Well, no, but, but did you mean Under the Red Hood for the writer or wrote the movie too? Right. Yeah. The writer you... that wrote Red, he also wrote the movie. Yes. Yes. Now, but Brian Edward Hill on mm-hmm. Titans, he is only a story editor. I... But in the article, he's they credited say... as a writer for a couple episodes. Is he? Yeah, and there were episodes I hated. See, because there was somebody even arguing on Twitter the other day saying, oh, he only, he wrote some of the good episodes. No, and I'm just he like, wrote uh... like, I think he wrote the episode where Robin gives up the the Robin suit, which was not a good episode. Oh, he like the throws it in the fire. Yeah. In the... yeah, I think he wrote that episode. And I think he also wrote... One of the like, I don't know if he wrote one of the finales or not, which I, was not good. The last no, two finale, like, we, we we know for a fact that this show definitely has a problem with finales. Yeah. You know what should have happened if they were gonna rush this this fast, right? So we know that uh, Donna Troy had a shitty death. What should have happened was Donna Troy should have went evil on the last couple episodes gotten taken over somehow she should have beat the shit out of red hood he should have tried to grab a gun and like shoot her and like he dies somehow and then they're like they both die and then they're like we need to take them both back somewhere that would have been a so much better story and then he comes back as evil like no i should have maybe he doesn't pull the trigger that that could have been the thing yeah maybe he doesn't pull the trigger and then he comes back knowing like had i pulled that trigger i would have still been alive yeah, or something like that. That's yeah. better. Yeah, uh, but what the? Uh, I'm sad. Bruce doesn't love me. Like, what the fuck is this gonna be? Granted, and remember, Rose didn't give him kind of a bitch you know, too. too much attention near the end of yeah. that season. That is true as well. Um, yeah, is she gonna be sad about that? Did she die? I, I already forgot the season. I think she did die, and that's why he's right. all like emo or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna be like so I want to say. I want to say. I want to go back and watch it. So that mm-hmm. way I'm caught up for season three, but I don't want to go back and watch it. The only thing that will get me to watch season this season is Dove. She is the only th- reason why I watch this show because I think she is so beautiful. And they better be moving forward with the rumored Hawk and Dove TV show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Best thing in Titans is Dove, hands down. Yes. Um, And I cannot believe she is 40. Blows my mind. You, yeah. Yeah. When you told yeah. me that, I was like, what? Yeah, I thought she was late 20s, early 30s, and she's 40. She's got them like Selma Hayek and J-Lo jeans in her because <laughs> they're in their 50s. and they I don't think I've seen a wrinkle too. on her face. No, she is gorgeous. Um, and I believe she's from Texas as well. So, um, wow. But uh, I think so, because was she in Friday Night Lights? I don't know. That was like a big Texas thing, wasn't it? Um, anyways, that's the that's the movie stuff. Um, yeah, so some things to be excited about, some things definitely not to be excited about. I just can't get over this photo. He looks like a fucking child in a costume. Yeah. Um, 
he's uh, but you know fans are gonna love it no matter what because there are those fans out there but tonight yeah he's the greatest red hood of all time um yeah it looks so bad it's just like he's got a big old head like oh my god they should have uh, yeah whatever we're done um (laughs) it's just god i could shit on this photo all day dude could print it out and use it as toilet paper because it's so bad um all right so we're gonna move on there's nothing else right um there was more set photos for the batman um where oh did we talk about the jared leto thing last podcast yeah we talked about him being in uh uh, zack snyder's justice yes what got confirmed after we made that podcast though was joe manganello also manganello whatever he... he got confirmed didn't he no, he is playing coy because he said if because somebody asked him, somebody straight up asked him, are you going to be in this movie? Mm-hmm. And he said that if he was, that announcement would not be up to him. That would be up to Zack Snyder. Yeah. So he kind of played coy with it. Everybody's like, oh, he's definitely in it. He just bleached his hair like they're mm-hmm. going to, you know, you he has really dark hair. So you have to bleach it before you can turn it gray. And. I would say if you look at his fucking head, he has a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Like, unless he's going to be wearing a mohawk in the movie, I doubt that he is in there. Would it be really cool if he was? Yeah, mm-hmm. because it would either be him breaking Lex Luthor out of prison or it would be the nightmare scene where he teams up with Joker and Batman. But there is still no confirmation. And with the rumors of Deathstroke being in there, and of course the confirmation of Jared Leto, there is also a rumor that Margot Robbie will make an appearance. But that would be great. It's only uh, rumored. So yeah. nothing official. So the sources are Collider and the Rap, which are hit or miss um, for the Manganello or uh, Manganello, or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I would put money that he's in it personally i i would just because there's no reason for Zack snyder to do that test footage all those years ago when mm-hmm. he was walking out of the freaking uh uh plane that the justice league arrived to that scene with yeah. like there's no reason to make that scene if because that that footage that's that in test, the hangar yeah yeah the test footage was Zack snyder that wasn't mm-hmm. joss whedon so we know that he is a part of that project in some way. Yeah. So I think it would yeah, be we'll cool, see. but we um, will see. Also, uh, Snyder confirmed that they're already filming, right? Like I saw that title earlier today. Yes. Uh, yes. They, so. they have officially started filming, which means now I don't know what this means for COVID because mm-hmm. of COVID or whatever, but there was actually a contest that he did for like the official movie poster that somebody won. And the golden ticket was to be present during the additional photography. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if he is like having to sign all these things or if HBO or Warner Max is saying, hey, you can't do that because we have to have the safety of our actors. You know, yeah. so who knows? I wonder if he because, again, we don't know exactly what was in his movie, but I wonder if he's just filming another badass batman scene just to film another badass batman scene now he did say he did say i think once the whole snyder cut movement was really moving forward mm-hmm. or 
right before we thought he was going to release it originally. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a statement saying there is something more badass than the warehouse scene in his version of Justice League. That's a big thing to live up to, man. Yeah. That's the best Batman scene there is out there. So we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, hopefully, because it, it just blows my mind that that wouldn't get used if you film something. But did he film it? Was that was that confirmed, or is it just something he had planned? Uh, it he I don't think he specified. He just said yeah. that there was a scene mm-hmm. that was more intense than the warehouse scene. Hmm. It probably has to do with Joker, then maybe. Uh, we'll see. Um, but you know that'll. I wonder if anything will leak from this. I don't think so. I think that no. because of the COVID regulate uh, regulations or. Mm-hmm. You think they're filming everything inside? Yep. I think they're filming everything inside. Uh, There has been photos of these like really neat, like kind of boxed in blue screen studios that they're Mm -hmm. filming in. And it looks completely covered like in a warehouse. Like, Mm -hmm. so I think they will do a lot of blue screen. Uh, Casey Walsh has also, uh, said that there's a number of things that people could literally go to Zack Snyder's house with a giant blue or green screen and film stuff there. Yeah. So that way they don't have to be like wasting too much budget on Hollywood stuff. It could just be mm-hmm. like super personal and like boom, 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 like really yeah. quick stuff. That's interesting. Saving up um, most of that budget, you know? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, let's move on to comics. Um, so we have a lot of comics. I'm gonna kind of just run through some of them. We had big milestone issues for Batgirl and Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happened in them. In my, they're just both like winding down comics. They're finally like winding down their big stories. Um, Barbara's brother died. Was one of the biggest things that happened in her book. Um, she had some issues with uh, Dick Grayson in this book. She was like, yeah, remember me? We fought, blah, blah, blah. And she was saying that Dick has to basically win her trust back, which I thought was kind of crazy. Um, you know, it's really weird that she's got to he's got to build up his trust back because they fought in. I didn't read that either. They fought in Nightwing or they fought in Barbara's book or something like that. Um, she's dating this bard guy, which I'm like, no one cares um and then freaking it just like the ryan wilder thing though because I, I wanted to check that out it seemed like she already knew her so That's i don't weird. know if she's been in the comics before granted if somebody did well, actually read this Cats, and you're hearing this castellucci said that this was her debut so mm-hmm. this is like her debut in comics yeah so yeah i mean i guess maybe barbara's known her before or something like that because she like comes in a moment where she's like packing or something like that. And she's like, she doesn't like the politician that Barbara works for. Mm-hmm. So she she just talks about like voting or something like that. And um, so it's just like an issue with that. And then, you know, we just get some other random stories of the bat girls, which did not show up in bat girl suits orphan and spoiler are still wearing their OG costumes. Um, and they are like playing D and D that's kind of the end story so nothing big there um i at this point batgirl's supposed to be done right um i think she should just go to 12 series maxis that's it i think i think this 
Red Hood, all those should go to 12 issues for one story. Then you're like, we're going to plan out the next one. Then we're going to plan out the next one. I think that's how they should do it. I don't know what they plan on doing from here on out. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's what they should do. Um, because then you could just hire a badass artist like Art Germ or something. Hey, we need you for 12 issues. Boom. He does that. He probably does the uh, cover for the hardcover. Bada bing, bada boom. Sells. Um, so I think you would do something like that. Uh, Red Hood. Nothing really happens here either. He breaks up the outlaws, pretty much, is what it seems like. Uh, there was this girl. So, like, I got really confused here because they brought back um, what's her face? Joker's daughter. Yeah. Uh, she came back. Art was terrible with this, by the way. Cause like Joker's daughter, it actually looked like a full-blown mask that she was wearing, opposed to that, like, you know, his actual face falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, unless that changed in the past, I don't really know. Um, but him, Artemis, and her are all together. And like this weird Superman doll toy thing that is there, I don't know what is happening. And I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. It looks like they fight a bunch of uh, Neos or like Agent Smiths in this book. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, all right, cool. They drop her off at like, uh, I guess her foster parents' home or something like that. So that's how her ends. I thought she was Two Face's daughter. Like I thought that was her genuine like origin or some shit like that. Um, I thought she was Two Face's daughter, but I guess I'm wrong. I don't really know unless he gave her up at some point. Because I thought she was always like I'm Joker's daughter, but she was actually Two Face's actual daughter. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on that one either. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, so it looks like Artemis and um, Todd are going on for a road trip or whatever. And they kind of just like break apart. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't need us anymore. Blah, blah. It's time for you to do your own thing. And um, yeah, they kind of go their separate ways. And he goes back to Gotham. He has like he goes down like memory lane for a little bit. Like he remembers like, um, you know, just a lot of the stuff that happened with the outlaws. Because, you know, the Outlaws team has changed so much over the years. So mm-hmm. he just kind of remembers that. And then it's just this thing on his, he's on a motorcycle going back to Gotham, which last time we saw, he was not welcome in Gotham. So I don't know what changed there because the last time he was in Gotham, he shot Penguin and Bruce was like, don't come back or some shit like that. So yeah. I don't know what happened to change that. Uh, so, yeah, those are those two um you want to run through beyond real quick yeah so i did not read beyond we had planned to read this one because it was going to introduce a storyline where terry mcginnis went back in time uh to meet the original batman and that's not exactly how the story really plays out Mm -hmm. um the way it is is it opens up with Terry in the bat suit coming into uh, Wayne Manor, whatever you want to call it, um, this new headquarters that they're at um, via, you know, the continuity that they're in. And all of a sudden, Bruce Wayne just like flips out. Mm-hmm. And the really cool thing about this continuity uh, in Batman Beyond is his little brother, who I believe mm-hmm. is named, um, is it? Matt, yeah, Matt. Um, Matt is the Robin of Batman Beyond. So Matt is the Robin to Terry McGinnis's Terry McGinnis's Batman. So they all know Bruce. They all, mm-hmm. you know, work in the operation of the Bat family or whatever. So they're all there. And like I said, Bruce flips out 
and orders death drones to mm-hmm. kill McGinnis and Matt. They mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck is going on. They're super confused. And it seems like uh, Terry is the only one that is able to uh, leave the facility because of Booster. Mm-hmm. Booster saves him, uh, gets him out of there. They you know, destroy the drones. And then they're like, hey, well, I need to figure out what the fuck's going on. And Booster's like, okay, well, the reason why this happened is basically... You know, they uh, whoever did this to Bruce did it a long time ago. They set this little like subconscious brain bomb basically mm-hmm. to ignite at this exact moment. Uh, so we're going to have to go back in time to fix this. And they find out that Bruce actually killed Matt. So oh. that is Terry's motivation at this point to go back Mm -hmm. in time is to fix everything to have his brother come back to life yeah so they get back in time terry is still very confused you know he he's not very cooperative cooperative with booster he's still very um uh skeptical about this whole time travel thing yeah and they hear something like a bomb or whatever go off there's a house that is on fire. So Booster and Terry go save the people. And they find out that the neighbor that basically, I think the villain in this book is called Blank. Mm-hmm. He looks very familiar. I think he was in Green Arrow Rebirth uh, when Rebirth first started. Uh, I may be mistaken on that, to be completely honest. But I know the character looked familiar to me when I saw him. Uh mm-hmm. And he, I don't know if he punches or he, he does something to, he, yeah, he, he punches freaking uh, Booster Gold into a neighboring house. Yeah. And Terry basically says, like, what, what should I do? Booster says, hey, save this kid that's in this house and then we'll figure everything out. That kid is Terry McGinnis's dad. Oh. As a okay. kid. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh, my gosh, like because he recognizes the last name mm-hmm. He's like, oh, wait, does that mean this is my father? He's all, you know, narration boxes yeah. or whatever. And this is all in Gotham. So if there's something crazy going on in Gotham, who's going to find out eventually? Yeah. Batman. And nice. that's how this ends. The flames are basically engulfing them. Uh, but all you see is Batman say, uh let go of the boy or I will tear you apart. And Terry says, uh, or the, the little boy says, who is that? And Terry says, I recognize the voice and, uh, and it means trouble, uh, times 10. And the next issue is called future shock. So Hmm. it'll be the actual like interaction between Terry and a younger Bruce. So, I mean, it's got some interesting plot points. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the one thing I told you before we started recording is the whole like Bruce killing might have some people eye rolling. But, you know, this whole idea of somebody manipulating his mind years yeah. before is a little weird. Mm-hmm. But the whole plot with seeing his dad, you know, it's been years since his dad has died now. Yeah. And being able to see him as a kid is pretty interesting. 
and the idea of Bruce, a younger Bruce, interacting with a futuristic Batman, I think is very interesting as well. So mm-hmm. it's something that I've always wanted. I wanted some sort of, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Frequency with Dennis Quaid mm-hmm. and the dude from uh, from um, po- uh, Person of Interest. Uh, it's this weird interaction within the movie where the dad, Dennis Quaid, is in the past and the grown-up of his son is in the future, and they have and they can talk through a radio. And they oh, I've are, heard about that, yeah, yeah. And they were able to solve like a string of murders mm-hmm. through having a conversation through time, basically. Yeah. And I've always kind of wanted a story like that. Mm-hmm. But being able to see Terry with a younger Bruce is gonna be pretty cool. Like I, I yeah. definitely am looking forward to it. That's interesting. I mean, I was looking through it as you were talking. The one thing I will say, and the reason why I think I can never get into Batman Beyond, I hate the cow. I hate that his whole face is just black and it's like teeth and eyes. Like, it annoys me. Yeah, I think the Tim Burton look just doesn't work very well with with this style art. I think Tim? You said Tim Burton. Oh yeah, Bruce Tim. Sorry, yeah. if you get the if you were to get because I think he would make it work because if you mm-hmm. look at the cover of that book and you okay. see Dan Mora, that is the, probably the closest thing without it being like too like weird. Yeah, I think. Um. He, yeah, I don't mind the second cover either, though, uh, with Booster Gold on it. Oh, um, yeah, because uh, I don't like like this drawing. There's like a lot of muscles in his face. Yes. And stuff. See, That's I, I don't I don't like the the very stand standout like muscle part of mm-hmm. Beyond Suit. Now, I can't remember if Capullo's design mm-hmm. in Snyder's run of Batman when we saw Lucius working on the Batman Beyond yeah. Suit. That's I don't look, remember. I think it looked if crap it was too. very muscly. Uh, hold on, new fifty-two Batman Beyond Capullo. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's the only really thing I I don't like about um, Batman Beyond. I've never really been able to get into it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that one looks kind of shit too. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, it's because it, it's robotic, so he has like a pointy nose. And okay, it goes that's over his what mouth. was off about it. I remember something yeah. was off about it. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever liked Batman Beyond's uh, stuff, to be honest. Like, um, it's just yeah, I don't know, man. It's I, and that's what I would scare me about a live action because, like, how would you do it? It would need to be CGI, um, and you would need to just CGI the face like they did in the cartoon. But would that be believable? Because, like, they've done... I like... always thought that in, in the show, mm-hmm. his cowl is almost like fabric. So you would need to make it very much like the Flash type of suit. Yeah. In CW, but make it movie quality. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I just don't know. See, the thing is, the one thing about Beyond, too, is he never had muscles. Like you never saw the definition of his muscles. Yeah, was he was. Like it was all suit. flat. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I think you would need a skinny person, a la Grant Gustin, to be Batman Beyond. And some people would be like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But you got to remember, he is, he's basically Iron Man. Yeah. So, like, you know, he can fly and, like, hit you with more power and stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, I'm pretty sure in the suit they had him, like, freaking almost freaking holding up buildings and crap. So Yeah, for sure. And there's never, and I mean never been a good batman beyond cosplay which even makes me wonder if it's possible to do a main i think i've seen maybe one good i've batman never beyond seen a good cosplay. see the one i've seen is they try to take the arkham knight cow and they put a mouth over it to make it look like batman beyond and it just doesn't look good mm-hmm. um, and they always use muscles too they always do muscles yeah and i'm like yeah i was like no nah, there's not there's not good batman beyond cosplays out there in my opinion um but you know it is what it is um so yeah that's beyond uh i didn't you actually read the dark knights book yes i did what happened in that because i didn't read that shit either so in this story it is basically the end of the universe and i just want to say that snyder did like well, yes. And the reason why, <laughs> the reason why, and I'm not just going to say it just because, and I, I mm. will give you a reason. He created the Batman who laughs purely to be the opposite, just like menacing, evil person of Batman, of the universe, the Justice League, mm-hmm. and then tries to play it off. As his entire goal was to be the ruler of the multiverse. Yeah. I call bullshit. Because this book was basically the fight of the Titans. Perpetua and the Darkest Knight, a.k.a. the Batman Who Laughs, duke it out. Mm -hmm. This entire book. And we get introduced to this character called i can't even remember his name because it's so stupid the chronicler oh god oh is that the one that has like he's basically the anti-monitor but yeah he looks like the anti-monitor uh he actually brings back uh freaking what's his face with the mobius chair he he brings metron back to life and like the the one thing that i always find is also bullshit is the fact that like so many people try to make these these characters that are supposed to be neutral in terms of the universe even existing right Mm -hmm. and even that is bs because you know oh they're gonna you know want the heroes to live and blah 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 we don't know this character enough to even care if that happens and so yeah. Snyder writes that in there. And I'm like, okay, that does nothing for me. This is supposed to be like, oh my gosh, he's actually going to want to save the universe. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it, it it doesn't mean anything. Because you are now going back on your whole, oh, evil is winning thing. Like, yeah. y- Snyder, pick a side. Like, mm-hmm. write a story and write it. Don't try to win over so many people don't do this whole like oh i'm going to i'm 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 going to give you a little bit of hope just so i can take it away because you've done that with every issue 
and it's mm-hmm. starting to get annoying. You know? Yeah. Um, This book ends with the Green Lanterns and stuff? What's going on there? So this actually is the somewhat conclusion to what was, I believe, uh, Multiverse's End a couple weeks ago with the mm. Captain Carrot story or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, uh, well, the Captain Carrot was like teaming up with like all the multiverse heroes, and and that's where we saw Owl Man basically save the day with that baby Batman mm-hmm. that they ended up just killing. Uh, oh yeah. But the Green Lantern core of Earth, so we see Baz, Jordan, Cruz, Rainer, Stewart, and Guy. They're basically taking the heroes of the multiverse. And saying, hey, our universe is still intact. It's safe. We're going to give you a safe haven there. And then the darkest night is there. And Mm -hmm. everything is to shit. And so they're like, oh, no. Everything is not good. Which is stupid because they knew that. Because they were prison. They were on freaking apocalypse. When freaking Superman opened up that random wall that had all the heroes in there. That were all smiling. For no reason. They were like the cleanest mm-hmm. prisoners ever. These yeah. heroes were in there. They knew that their world or their universe was not a safe haven. So that doesn't make any sense. And then basically, John Stewart is offering the power of the Green Lantern Corps mm-hmm. to the heroes of the multiverse. So I'm sure there's going to be another tie-in where all of these heroes are going to be Green Lanterns. <sighs> and they're going to sing another Kumbaya song. And mm-hmm. the power of will is going to save the multiverse. Yeah. Um, does anybody like this story that you know? Uh, there's people that are start like there's there's majority. No, there's a majority. Mm-hmm. No. But there are people that are like, when are the good guys going to win? They're kind of getting tired of like, okay, you know, the whole thing with the Batman who laughs. Yeah. That has been Snyder's stick for everything that has been connected to that character. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to see it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Because one of the biggest things that we have we have said is they have accidentally basically made the tie-ins too important to the story. So if you miss anything from the tie-ins, you're lost on the main book. This is only a tie-in. And I feel like this whole chronicler or whatever, and Mobius or yeah. Right. Uh, Metron Metron being back. Like somehow Snyder is going to, make that a really big deal in the you know issue number five and people are going to be lost yeah dude um this book is garbage like i don't know this story is garbage i read this genuinely because when i was when i was looking through it the the art looked really good Mm -hmm. and like even like the the points where metron was like came back to life i felt like some of those panels were like man that's some really good art i want to see what's going on here and so i read the entire thing i'm just like 
Yeah, I don't care. And and you know, you always heard those stories from back in the day where like Marvel had people on the inside and DC mm-hmm. had people on the inside to like hear about stories that are going on and see if they can like get the upper hand and stuff. Yeah. The Watcher, which is mm-hmm. basically the chronicler that has been just introduced. I think this is a brand new character. Mm-hmm. Is back in Marvel, like just within like the last week or two. Hmm. And I'm just like, there's basically the same story going on. And yeah. it's just like the chronicler. That yeah. is so stupid. There's got to be a, a better name. for. Now, I will say this is Tinian or Tynan mm-hmm. writing, but okay. we we've already not been. <laughs> so it was funny because I thought this was Snyder writing, right? Uh-huh. So I was about to say, I was like, man, I need Snyder to get back on Nightwing to see if I can get a glimpse of hope like I'm getting with Tinian writing Batman 101. <laughs> <laughs> but if this is Tinian, then I'm just like, shit. But then again, like, I, I do think Tinian at times follows direction. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he is a writer all the time that he writes what he wants or he has like a hardcore story. I, I feel like, I don't think Tinian would go the Tom King route where he wants his story so bad that an editor will be fired. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. we heard that about Tom King that he was like, I'm not working good with this editor. Fire him. Give me another editor. I don't think Tinian would do that. I think Tinian's probably a nicer guy in that aspect and be like, I'll make it work. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, sometimes you have to stand your damn ground and be like, no, this is a story I want to tell. Like, we even saw with Tom King, they were like, hey, we need you to do this year of the villain thing. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to put this at the back of one issue. And I'm just basically going to say, fuck you guys. Yeah. And I'm going to go write my story. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Everybody else fucking like, oh, we got to slob the knob of Scott Snyder's fucking stupid ass story over here. Let's do mm-hmm. this so I can keep a job. King yeah. was like, fuck you. And uh, of course, we know Tinian's a disciple of Snyder, so he's not going to do that um but yeah they've said they love the campy crazy shit um and i know and here's here's the thing the idea of a crisis always gets people excited Mm -hmm. but you have to do it right yeah and you have to make it a a story worth reading Mm -hmm. the batman who laughs has ruined this entire story yeah because snyder has centered him around here and he's been wanting to just make more toys out of the Batman that he has created. Mm -hmm. And it's a giant commercial for Batman. It's not a DC event. No, no. And the problem is too, is this story has been going on since before metal, like the original, because we got metal. Then we got the justice league bullshit with those four big gods that eat planets or whatever. Yeah. Then it uh, went into Justice, Justice League. No Justice. League. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, you know, it went into You're the Villain. And then it went into this. Like, I am just tired of Snyder already. Like, yeah. dude, I don't care about your fucking story. I got bored of it in Justice League because, one, you don't know how to write relationships. Like, what is one hardcore relationship that has been benefiting through this whole, like, five years of this story? Nothing. And we Nothing. and we've and we've said, like I've said, Snyder is a, a snap show or a slideshow mm-hmm. snapshot, whatever you want to call it, type the of moments writer. guy. Yes. Yeah. 
the moment where freaking Superman came in and fucking rock the the world forger's brain mm-hmm. with that super punch made me yeah. cry at work you saw because it. You that, and and that was humans yeah that was yeah and even with Jimenez when they were fighting Lex Luthor although we didn't really think Batman did anything the Trinity punch mm-hmm. where they were they they were fighting Lex Luthor and like Superman got to like there was that speech where he like finally got to let loose or whatever mm-hmm. and he fucking shot Lex Luthor through like seven different buildings like moments those were fun mm-hmm. but whenever it came down to story and what mattered there's nothing there yeah yeah there, there's nothing i still am questioning what happened why are the green lanterns here who the fuck's taking care of the source wall where is that yeah end of the story um where's green Lantern's secret weapon or not green lantern green arrow's secret weapon that was given to him where is that? I, I swear to God, if this crisis ends with that, I'm gonna throw all of DC away. Like, yeah, I, that. Um, where are these metas that could be helping him? Why have we not got none of the new metas in this story? Where's uh, what is the the Hulk one? You should be using da- him in here. Damage. Yeah. Freaking you sideways. Be using him in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sideways should be able to go through the multiverse and get other people. Like, yeah. hey, we're in problems. Like, like they should have got freaking nightwing or somebody like that to get these young people had they actually done that damn teen titan story where they were going to get all of them you could have had nightwing as the new batman that's controlling all these people still irks me that they they did one issue of titans Mm -hmm. that was their mission was to find the new metas and train them yeah they did one issue of that and then just fucking just went all the way into left field and they forgot about it. And that's why the book got canceled. And I'm yeah. so angry about it still to this day. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb, dude. Like I, I don't know what Snyder, I feel like Snyder is going to become the next Frank Miller where people just buy his stuff because it's Scott Snyder, but it's not any good. Um, I can see like, that. I just think it's going to, they're going to always go off that one Batman run. That one amazing Batman run that didn't even end well. Let's not. No, you know, let's and, and that was there. and that was the thing. So when you first got me the job that I am at today, mm-hmm. we spent six months almost both reading the entire run of Scott Snyder, mm-hmm. reminiscing on, oh, man, this happened in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is awesome. But when it started to come down to us doing this podcast and talking about things, I told you what really happened in that entire run. Nothing. Yeah. They were. That's when we realized that there Mm -hmm. were moments in Snyder's Batman run in New 52 that were really good, really fun, but they were only moments. There was no connective story. He only wrote for the trade he wrote in small little stories and that is why freaking tom king's story is like it it freaking awakens your third eye because from issue one Mm -hmm. to issue 75 or 85 85 there is one story now there's a lot of stuff that happens yeah but there is one story yeah one connective story yeah um 
Yeah, and it blows my mind because like I didn't realize until this podcast that Catwoman was never in that Batman run of Scott Snyder. Yep. And I was like, holy crap. Like Which is why when we read the last night on Earth, mm-hmm. when he finally wrote Catwoman, yeah. we're like, this feels so weird. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing that was weird too was during and we know Scott Snyder was like in control of all of the other Bat Family books because Tom King mentioned he was like, Yeah, I had to deal with that every like other, you know, week or so because of what was happening in the main Batman run. Because of uh, Grayson. Saw, yeah. Yes, in Grayson. We saw in Catwoman that she was fucking Batman all the time. So like, why was she not in the main run at all? So like I don't know. It, it just blows my mind that, um, yeah, I genuinely think Scott Snyder is going to be the next Frank Miller. He would probably love to hear that. Um, he'd be like, yeah. There's so uh, many maybe, people that maybe, would love to hear that. Yeah, maybe he's, maybe not so much Frank Miller. He could also be his, what, his idol is fucking Morrison. No, um, do you know Do you know what I feel like he will become? Hmm. Snyder will become the Bendis that was born from DC. I could see that. I could see that because Bendis, you know, love him or hate him. He had good books at Marvel, Um, but yeah, he's just fallen off. Like, I don't know if I think they they maybe they're guys that buy into their ego. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's what kind of makes me uh, I'm hoping that fucking like Tom King, I feel like got humbled after he called out. What's his name? And he was just like, fuck, you know what I mean? I feel like he well, might have got a little you don't there. see him. <laughs> yeah, you don't see him post much anymore. He's like, I'm and, gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Snyder. I feel like you've known some people that have talked to Snyder, right? And yes. like he's gotten a little snippy with them every once in a while or yeah. something. Yeah, I, yeah. I am, I am pretty sure, pretty sure that he listens to me and Mark on Comic Book Legion. Really? That's yes. cool. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> well depends on uh on who you ask compared to yeah. uh the books that we review on here i still review over there and mm-hmm. i'm still on the same page like yeah. i don't change my tone mm-hmm. um and then our friend jim or my friend jim uh he has had like semi arguments with snyder over the mm-hmm. stuff that they've said on their podcast yeah so it's very much a like not so much like a love hate relationship. It's 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 definitely one that's like, hey, we review these books the way that we review them. We're not gonna slob on anybody's knob yeah. mm-hmm. just to have you guys. But, in. Um, yeah. Well, no, because no, here's, <laughs> here's the thing: we've talked about how, for me, I've, mm-hmm. I've used this so many times. Tom King is the freaking oh my gosh, I forgot the director's name for freaking uh last jedi um oh ryan johnson yeah i i said he's the ryan johnson mm-hmm. of comics of dc and people enjoy tom king's work it's yeah. divided but people enjoy tom mm-hmm. king's work you love it or you hate it yeah snyder there has been so much love is he the george snyder. lucas or what <laughs> I guess there is so much love for Snyder. If one person says something negative, it's, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. You're just yeah. negative about everything. It's just like, 
I'm sorry, but like I, I can't I can't read some I can't read something, know that I don't like it, and say, hey, yeah. that was an excellent book. Yeah. Because some people just don't have that bone in their body. No. And I we have seen, I have seen personally, people will give a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. on their reviews online just so they can be the first review on that website. And then yeah. when you actually read the review they make negative comments throughout the entire review yeah so they will falsify their grade mm-hmm. on their review just to be noticed and i'm not about that yeah i will give people a 5 out of 10 a 3 out of 10 a 2 out of 10 if i feel like that deserves that number yeah I wish uh, websites like that, or they should make a new website. If you are somebody that loves comics out there that wants to make a new website, uh, steal this idea from me. But there should be a, and I think Rotten Tomatoes should do this too, and they don't. Um, I am not a fan of Rotten Tomatoes. Anybody knows me. Um, you should be ver- Your work should be verified. Your reviews should be verified. So if you're saying somebody's giving a 10 out of 10, but you're making negative comments, they're like, That's, this can't be a 10 out of 10 Like if you're if you're writing this way. Yeah. Like, I think your writing should be verified. At the same time, I understand how grueling it would be to fucking read that many different books. But, you know, you'd have to be able to be like, all right, your thing has to be submitted by this time, blah, blah. I'm going to yeah. read them all in one day, whatever. Um, and then you'd probably only take it from certain people. I, that It's a massive undertaking, so I understand why people don't do it. But I wish there was a respectable site out there that had genuine reviews that actually matched up with ratings. Like this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. And um, maybe, I don't know. I would see, I never want to bring the audience into it because the audience is so, so shitty. Like, I didn't like what they said about this. So they get a, you, you, you shouldn't be able to rate, rate critics. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. then people would just be like, this guy fucking sucks. Like we'd probably be get shit on so much if people rated this show all the time. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But anyways, which um, I haven't even asked. Have you looked to see if there's any reviews on iTunes for us? I have not. Um, I just know we got about a solid hundred plus writ listeners that we appreciate every one of y'all. You yes. guys are awesome. 100%. Um, so I mean, if we're in the triple digits, I'm fucking fine. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm down. <laughs> like, this is dope. Well, um, just saying, and- because technically, mm-hmm. for the more reviews that our show gets, the higher mm-hmm. on the algorithm we will be pushed for when people search things like Batman on iTunes. Ah, so, so what Clay is telling you guys is to go review the show on whatever platform that you listen to this on. Give it a five out of five or a one out of five. Whatever you think this podcast is, go review it. We'll take your honest opinion. Genuine. Yeah, for sure. Um, and let know, us know. Gonna... If, let us know if you review it because I've heard some crazy stories that like reviews are lost in like this part of the internet and this part of the internet. So just let us know so we can be on the lookout. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not going to change the show because of your review, oh, yeah. <laughs> but we're no. just saying like because you know we we do what we want, but we would love to hear your opinions on the show. Um, so yeah, that's that. Now we're going to go into Detective before we talk about Suicide Squad and end with Three Jokers. Uh, you did not read Detective, no, and it was surprisingly good. Um, and this is, I feel like the Tomasi that we should have been getting the whole time. I do think he's kind of getting screwed by three joke and not three jokers by Joker war and all of those mm-hmm. other random things. Like Tomasi has been a roller coaster in this detective yes. run. Like it's good. It's bad. I'm still waiting for Arkham Knight to come back because I was told by Brad who was drawing at SDCC that they were going to bring her back, but 
that was also around the time we were supposed to get that Robin issue we never got. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Like I feel like his run just got chopped up, and he so you know. So how does Watchmen get into this? Because uh, this dude <laughs> the on the mirror? cover. Yeah. Yeah. So this is interesting because it's almost pretty much the same guy. So we know in Watchmen he's called Mister Glass, right? Uh, I don't know if, if it was Mister Glass. I, I keep talking. Look, I'll it, look up. it up. Yeah. So this guy's called the Mirror or Mister Mirror or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So basically, this character kind of reminds me of uh, what was that guy from Supergirl, the Captain dude that was fighting against aliens. Uh, he was starting at the revolution. You know, they were making him very political. He was kind of like the Trump character in that season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he was, I can't remember his name, but he was the dude that played Doomsday in Smallville. He's yeah. freaking Darth Maul in the, in the but Clone th- Wars. That character that he plays in Supergirl. Yeah. This character is kind of like that. He is His name is Looking up. Glass. Looking Glass. Okay. Um, so this guy's name, like the mirror, if I'm not mistaken. Um, his costume is very interesting because he, he's riling up the people that are against vigilantes he was like we need to get these guys out of here like and mm-hmm. he's in support of the new mayor or whatever and he has a pull down like with a chain and stuff he's like we need to get all of these vigilantes and he has i don't know how he does this i don't know if it's a halloween thing or he just made all these masks himself but he has every single one of the bat family members masks on this board he was like if you see somebody with a mask like this we need to take them down and he's basically trying to become a vigilante. And he even talks about because you're wondering, like, well, if he wants to get rid of guys with masks, why is he wearing a mask? And he says this. He was like, I know some of you might be questioning why I'm not showing my face here. He was like, the reason why I wear this mirror mask is to show you that I am not the leader of this group. We are the leader of this group. So when you look at me, you look back at yourself and you are the leader of this group. We are one. We are the revolution. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Like if <laughs> if you want people to blindly follow you, you'd be like, you're the leader, my guy. When you look at me, you're actually looking at yourself because you're the best. You're the mastermind here. Like it's it's really good manipulation. We see it in politics all the damn time. Yeah, for sure. So like it's really good. Well, we go back to the manor and Bruce is packing up. He's packing up everything in the manor, which – this really doesn't make sense to me because I guess he's going to have to sell the manor and he's going to have to leave. Why wouldn't Lucius buy this? Just saying, why wouldn't he buy the manor? Also, why would you let the manor get out of your grasp at the fucking back cave? That cave is it? underneath what it. What are you yeah. going to do? That's now, exactly I will say, what I thought of. For those nitpicky people out there, Bruce does have like a fail safe to where nobody could get into the cave through the original like manor outlets like it seals off with like cement or like 100 pound walls or some bullshit he has some kind of safeguard like that it's been in the past so we'll just assume that uh he finally goes into like alfred's room to kind of put everything away so we kind of have that little moment um and then we see that he he's kind of back to his old ways of like all right he's got a motorcycle and he's got the old bat suit or whatever and he's trying to stop some bank robbers uh, this was a cool little action scene where he was trying to catch these robbers. I believe uh, the mirror tries to shoot him because he like breaks his bike. And, uh, you know, Batman does the whole like grappling hook, grapples onto the uh, car. And he's all like, 
I told you to stop or whatever. And he beats the shit out of these guys. And the cool thing is, is there's somebody actually in the car uh, that is like, they try to shoot Batman in the back of the head. So they do the whole Zack Snyder moment. And he's like, I hate when people do that. And um, he ends up like, he, he does the thing that I hate personally, which he uses the ears and he shoots out the fucking ears. I just, I hate it. I don't know why hey, this, this was done with Tomasi. So it, it, it's in continuity with yes, Tomasi. At least I just, I he, personally don't like it. You, you can't say that it's like become a popular thing for like yeah. more writers to do it because like I said, it was Tomasi who did it yeah. with the whole, uh, was it Mr. Miracle, right? Where uh, they were trapped so. in like yeah. a thing of water and yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Which turned out to be a dream issue. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, uh, the interesting thing here is since Bruce is poor now, he gets them back out of the person's skin. Like he's like, I need these back. So he pulls the ears back out of them and, and he puts them attaches in them. <laughs> yeah. COVID. Come on, man. Um, but anyways, uh, so the interesting here is like the police are there. You know, the guy that he saved his life, he's like, thank you, Batman. But the crowd is like unmask, unmask. Everybody's saying like unmask. And there's one person's like, we love you, Batman. So like you have this mixture of crowd that loves Batman and starting to hate Batman. And he disappears. And you see like this. The cool thing is you see like Batman going away in the mirror's mask which I think is kind of cool. And um, he goes and he's starting to play the playboy persona again. So he's on this yacht and um, his, uh, you know, that guy that says Batman destroyed his eye and killed his partner is trying to run for mayor. So all of these fancy people are like, Bruce, I'm surprised you're here with everything that's going on. He's like, well, I still want to see where Gotham is going. Like, so people know stuff's going on with Bruce. Like there's a lot of shady stuff like that. Of course, people try to rob this yacht and they're going to try to rob everything that's going on here. Uh, Bruce uses his iWatch to call somebody. Uh, he gets a, an apple to, you know, throw it at a guy to fight him. And, uh, you know, they kind of stop this. Nightwing flies in, which I think is kind of cool. So Nightwing flies in, beats a bunch of dudes up. Uh, the, the freaking mayor guy is like this black hole, and he's pointing at his eye. He's like, is the cost of masks. And Dick Grayson's like, you're welcome. <laughs> like, he kind of just like, uh, you know, uh, I just saved all your lives. He's like, whatever. And so um, the the mayor guy's like, Captain, tell, you know, we're coming back with all these guys or whatever. So there's that kind of thing. And then we see Bruce, like, is turning the clock back to go down to the cave. He gets there, and he notices his black book is gone. The black case book that, you know, we saw in the detective annual. And he's all like, there's only one person. Because this is a cool little thing here. Apparently, Bruce puts his chair a certain way so that he knows if anybody moved it he's that calculated huh. and he always puts it to like 10 o'clock and he was like the chair's been moved which i'm very interested in this because at the end i don't know why this person wouldn't put it back but he's like there's only one person that would know about this book and know how to get into the back cave without setting off any alarms and we find out that damien has stolen the book and damien is in is like in an his all black old, his yeah freaking assassin's costume yeah so wow uh, wow the interesting here is now this next issue is called robin in the rain so i wonder if this is finally the story that was going to get told or it's just altered or what they're going to do here but yeah so apparently damien has stolen this black case book and is going to maybe go kill these people or go figure this out on his own i don't really know but it's interesting so I'm like, okay, they had the falling out. 
Uh, we know that from the Titans annual. Uh, we know that he is going to be Red X in the future. Is this the building to Red X? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to be very interesting. So I just hope it's not going to be another like, ah, you don't love me, dad. You need to be a better son, Damien. Like, I hope we're not going to get that for the 50 billionth time. Like, I would really like to see a race to solving these mysteries. Like Damien and Batman both trying to figure these out in their own ways. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't ever get anything like that. We kind yeah. of got that in uh, that one really cool issue of Gotham Knights when Nightwing and Red Hood had to work together. That yes. issue was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see something more like that. Um, but for the most part, Tomasi seems to be doing these really cool... The last one was a one-shot, which I thought was really nice. And now he's doing this new instant, this new interesting story with this Black Case book. And I think... Finally, we're going to get another good story from Tomasi because he doesn't have to put up with bullshit going on in issue one of Batman and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Batman will be telling whatever story he's going to be telling over there in the main one. And we can deal with this black case book that is also kind of happening with Bruce kind of like, all right, I don't have any money now. Blah, 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 blah. That's going to be kind of going on here, too. Um, oh, also, one thing I didn't mention in the back row that I did notice that happened is apparently everybody in the Bat family got allowances and she didn't. And she was just like, y'all get allowances? And Dick Grayson was like, well, yeah, kind of. Mine's like this. <laughs> like, or whatever. Um, and That's so, because like, technically Bruce adopted every single one of those people. Yeah. And um, yeah, I forgot what else. So there was that. And uh, But also, oh, I kind of I hate that idea because it's just nailing in like the coffin of like, oh yeah, Barbara, you have to be poor. Yeah. Yeah, I always hated that. But at the same time, like, I also... It depends on who's writing her, but I feel like sometimes Barbara is the kind of person that won't take help from Bruce at the same time. Well, one thing that I've always kind of wanted for Barbara and Small Little To be, like, low-key adopted by him, too? No, I wanted her to have some sort of a storyline like Spider-Man did. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Mm -hmm. owned his own company at one point. She did, and she lost it. Really? In Batgirl. Yeah, she made like this environmental company kind of thing or whatever, like this super big tech company. And she had a partner and they were like, but she was never there because she was Batgirl that her partner ended up selling it and they bought they bought her out. And for some reason, she got none of the money. How? Yeah. How? I don't fucking know. That makes no sense. Yeah. uh, I don't know. Apparently, she wasn't a good enough CEO or some shit like that. And she loses everything. It was stupid um it's kind of like stupid yeah but yeah she's done that they just didn't do it well um that's that's annoying yeah um so either way i still kind of like because what is happening with her dad like they genuinely forgot about what was happening with snyder's stuff like because he's fine in all these other issues yeah like he he is from what i remember he is still locked up in the hall of justice yeah so like if i would not be opposed to in the future or whatever if you had to kill a character you kill gordon like you kind of have to yeah and i would he's, love to see... he's a character that is connected to everybody yeah and like i would have argued and i think some people did argue this that Gordon would have been a bigger emotional hit than Alfred. Some yes. people have argued that. 
Um, and I think that would have been bit. Did you know that, um, who was it? Back when they were writing, not Gotham Central, but uh, there was like a big death at the end of, um, I don't know if it was Cataclysm or whatever. It was when like Greg Rucka and all of them were writing that big Batman story. Was he supposed to die? Bullock was supposed to die. And wow. they made it, they made it Gordon's wife or lover Essek or whatever. And Rucka said on um, Word Balloon podcast, he was like, I, I fought for Bullock to die. He was like, we needed a bigger character to die there. And they went with Essek and I felt like we fell flat at the end. Um, which I was like, yeah, that actually Bullock dying would have been big. Um, but I think, I, I think Gordon is one of those characters that I, that you could, keep going for many 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 years without gordon there because well, then you can I tell will say, i will say this there. i will say this having bullock as the commissioner besides the whole freaking oh i'm gonna quit you mm-hmm. know because i want to do the right thing moment because i feel that was very forced everything else that we've seen from bullock he has said hey f you to the bat but at the same time when he knows he needs him, he's actually had genuine conversations with Bruce or yeah. with the Batman mm-hmm. and it's worked out. So I think like the commissioner, cause even bringing in a new commissioner would bring mm-hmm. in new story, would bring in some character development with the heroes needing to build a relationship with him. Yeah. Like I think that would work. But like you said, killing off Gordon would have huge impact on yeah. Barbara, on Bruce, on Nightwing due to his relationship with Barbara and mm-hmm. even working with Gordon to begin with, like everybody would be affected. Yeah, we could have had that in Murphy's run, but he decided to go the hardcore extreme, I'm going to go kill this guy with Barbara mm-hmm. and uh it just fell flat on its face. Um, and she pretty much got paralyzed again and that was back to being normal. But, um, yeah, like I, cause when that happened, we were like, Oh shit. And then the story just kind of went nowhere. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think, and again, you have to do something along the lines of Tom King where it's like after 70 plus issues and then a death happens, you're like, Oh shit. So you would need Gordon very entangled in a solid story and then he dies. You know what yes. I mean? Um, and that is one of those moments, a la, I always bring it to like wrestling. You need to, that's when you have like the villain do something heinous. So if you want to build a new villain for Batgirl, you have them kill Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like that is the person that kills Gordon. And don't have it be the Joker, although, you know, we could argue that's probably her biggest villain, but still. You have it be somebody else, a new character. If you want to build the designer the way he should have been, you have him kill somebody like Gordon. And you do not do it in an arc. You cannot do it in an arc. It has to be over many, many, many issues. Um, Because you have to build up that emotional attachment. If anything, have them reconciling their their bad relationships or whatever. Um, I might argue that her brother is probably her biggest nemesis. um, But he just died, so... Uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Detective. I'm I'm into it, but we'll see where it goes. Tomasi is a roller coaster lately. 
Um, but I'm hoping he's on the right track going forward. So uh, let's just jump into Suicide Squad real quick because I feel like we can talk about uh, Three Jokers forever. So Suicide Squad, initial thoughts. Uh, I will say bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, the what we assumed was going to happen happened. Yeah. Um, with Ted Cord not really being involved, it was always Black Mask using the exact same technology. You can't use the same gimmick twice. No. And he used it right after the first yeah. time. And he you used can... it like four times in this issue. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that they missed a beat on, mm-hmm. the death of freaking Deadshot. Yeah, it and happened so fast. It happened so fast. Nothing came from it. Um, you had a gut-wrenched Harley that did nothing. Mm-hmm. In those moments, because yeah. he wanted to highlight his other characters, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, yeah. But yeah, nothing happens in this issue. No, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, it, it looks like he may kill everybody except for Harley in the next issue because it's his last. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, because like, um, well, we did see that. Uh, uh, is it Orsita or Risa or Rita yeah. or what's her name? Or- Orsita. Orsita. Uh, smashes Black Mask's face off and she doesn't know that it was seared to his face. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, that she was like, oh, I didn't know that that was his face. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, it kind of got burned on there a long time ago. So we have this like just fucked up Black Mask looking dude. Um, and uh, apparently one of their friends is about to explode. So uh, Zebra Man is trying to hold her down, um, but it doesn't look like it's going to work. And it seems like uh, they're all going to die is what it seems like is about to happen. That is pretty much what happens in here. But I agree with you. Um, the the death. And I think maybe there is a lot of there's a lot of that in comics lately where we don't have that sorrow issue that should happen right after one could argue, oh, they're in a war, bro. Like, they don't have time to be sad. Well, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, they are right. Correction. They are right. Yes. But here's the thing. The one character, the one character that had the biggest emotional connection to him was Harley. And all she does is take off his mask to wear it and yeah. shoot like three people. Mm-hmm. Like that does nothing. Like, yeah, if you would have given me like three or four pages of her going on a fucking blood spree Mm -hmm. out of anger, that would have been something. I think it would have been what I think would have been more hard hitting because I was about to say like, oh, they should have had her sitting there for a while. But she actually does sit there for a while, but she's not saying anything. What should have happened is after his death, it should have been a monologue of Harley talking about Deadshot over panels of everybody else fighting and it should have just been her this whole issue should have just been her talking about deadshot and the the rest of the team like harley will finish this and they go do everything this this issue is called deadshot shot dead yeah or at least that's what it said next deadshot Mm -hmm. shot dead and they centered it around freaking black mask again and yeah. 
it's like why we already know he's the villain we already know that he kidnapped this this girl like save that for your finale Mm -hmm. like i will say taylor dropped the ball which is something i rarely see happen yeah well it's it goes back to that original taylor trope right he always kills people Yes. So he's he's doing the moments thing that Snyder does. Like we're so used to it already that it's just like, all right, my guy. Like, and you know, uh, some people could say that with Tom King. Tom King does the sadness thing all the time. Like you know, a lot of writers have their tropes, you know. But it's a lot. Like I feel like Taylor's and Snyder stuff is just so much in your face because it feels like it happens almost every issue. Like it yes. feels like somebody dies or the Batman who laughs does something that, Oh, he outsmarted well, like, everybody. Well, like the really big thing was, I think in, was it an annual for suicide squad that just came out recently or like issue number nine? I think it was no. Cause this is 10, right? It wasn't yeah. nine. I think it was either eight or seven. Mm-hmm. There was an issue where it was just a flashback and it was the origins of Ari and Wink. Yeah. And I told. Well, I don't co- even think we covered that one. Yeah, we, like, we hey, didn't. Nothing we didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I told Jim from Weird Science, I said, he's probably doing this in order to kill one of them. Yeah. And what happens in this issue? Wink gets shot. And for a split second, you think she died. So you're like, yeah. okay, he did that back a couple issues mm-hmm. ago to get you connected to the character just to kill her off. Yeah. Because Which that's what he does. Do. Yes. Yeah. It's a good thing to do because if you don't build emotional connections, which he's gotten me to care about these characters, like, yes. uh, or what, Orsita, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or Orsita, her backstory is really heartbreaking. Fucking with, with freaking Boomerang and her, yeah. her wife getting killed yeah. by him. Yeah. And yeah. that's a good way to connect these characters to other characters. Like they're involved in the past. That's why I've always said, we'll, we'll scream this at the top of every mountain on this podcast. Duke Thomas should have been the next black Batman because yep. he has such a freaking connection to Batman. Yep. And, and they've been building that up for years, for eight years. He has been in the Batman comics and nothing. He's not going to be the next Black Batman. So that is what it is. But it's what you do. It's how you tell those smaller stories and you make those connections in these books. Uh, it is unfortunate. I agree with you. I think Tom, uh, Taylor dropped the ball here. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people say that deaths are done for shock value in comic books. And they are. We're not going to lie. But you can still have, as a lot of people would say, a good death. You know what I mean? Like, um, if I'm not mistaken, is I think Tom King says that in issue one of his Batman run. He was like, is this going to be a good death, Alfred? Mm-hmm. You know, he tells that. And Alfred's like, your parents would be proud. Like, this would be a good death because he's going to save a plane of people, but he's going to die because he's steering it. Um, and then he gets saved by Gotham Girl and Gotham. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, he this they didn't write that this wasn't a good death to be written. Um, and I feel like some of you, you know what's sad? is I feel like the speedster's death was more powerful than this one because the speedster died saving everybody else with the bombs in their yeah. head. Mm-hmm. So like, and he was like, oh, I got all of them, but mine, 
And then he's like, sorry. And she's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, that was a good death. Like, yeah, it was. With, holy with, shit. Because he, he had his, like, life flash before his eyes yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, and he saved everybody. And, you know, like, we had and this little... you mo- can make the argument that uh, Lawton had his touching moment with mm-hmm. his daughter. Yeah. But it it wasn't really a touching moment, you know? Yeah. Because we had already seen that, like, well, not really. We hadn't really seen anything from her. But other than the fact that, like, it didn't really, it wasn't really more than, hey, we are now together. Yeah. They didn't really get down to the sorrow of, like, you know, mm-hmm. I can't believe we haven't seen you in this long. Like, it wasn't super emotional. It was just yeah. the fact that they, that they, hey, they're in this book now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't I love you 3000. It yes. wasn't that yeah yeah um yeah it's unfortunate i feel like had they done like i mentioned like harley holding him for the whole issue and just monologuing over it i think that would be a lot more powerful um and i feel like you you need to give these characters that it's something to criticize tom king i wish he would have done that better with wally west in heroes in crisis Mm -hmm. but Wally West was actually a part of the story, so I could see why they didn't do it. But at the same time, like, had you given him that moment, I could understand it. Um, but I think, I don't even think the Flash got, they didn't do it very well in the Flash book, right? When he found out, it was kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Green Arrows was good. Yes. Green Arrows was good. So, like, there, you need to give that sorrow book. And, I, gave, uh, I gave that Green Arrow issue a 9.5 out of 10. That's how yeah. good it was. Yeah, so you need to have that issue because, like, as much as these characters live and fight and they know death exists, when you're when somebody you love dies, like it, it hits you hard. You know what I mean? And I think if you're going to kill a character, if Deadshot is going to be dead for a long while, he deserved a sorrow issue. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't do that anymore. Um, it's okay to create new characters and kill them like he's been doing. That's totally fine, mm-hmm. but. Deadshot is a fucking huge. He's in movies, like you know, like what is he gonna he come back? Has Will been Smith? a part. He has been a part of the Suicide Squad since the beginning of freaking New Fifty Two. Yeah, for ten years. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And nothing came out of this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we got what one more issue of that? Two more issues, something like that. One more issue. It's eleven issues. They couldn't even get twelve. That's which I think is just a huge bummer on their part. Well, I mm-hmm. think I think it is a total of twelve because there is one annual. Okay. So yeah, he'll he'll get that, but yeah, we'll see how it ends. Um, none of these issues that have gotten canceled have ended well. None of them. Yeah, so no. like you know and it's like and i'm pretty sure they all expected to go farther but it still kind of sucks um so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens in this final issue whenever that comes out but Buy yeah I wasn't too... the books that you like people that's all i have yeah. to say yeah bat cat we need a, a hundred million what is jim lee's record we need 800 million copies of bat cat number one ladies and gentlemen um but that would be insane if and jim lee would still have that record because he has a cover yeah um but uh anyways let's move on to three jokers because this was interesting i sent clay a gift that said missed it by this much (laughs) because i well one i will say 
I was almost correct. I was pretty correct mm. when it came to the comedian. I told you the comedian yes. was the mastermind in this because he was doing everything. And I felt like he was the one that felt like the Joker. Well, I, I will say, I don't think he was the mastermind. I think he got the last laugh, pun intended. Well, that was basically word, it. There is words in here that he says, I created or did he create me to throw it off a little bit. Yeah. So again, I think he was the main one. And the way this ends makes it pretty much solidified that he is the main one. But they're kind of leaving it in this weird. Like, oh, the way it ends is garbage. Is garbage, and I have one reason why, and I'm 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 sure you haven't thought about it. Hopefully, you haven't. Um, but, we'll see. Yeah. So, anyways, let's just go through this. So, the first page starts off with number one, number three, number two, which I was pointing this out that they've been throwing the order off, and this is why I've been questioning that it's fucking two. The comedian is the real Joker is what I've been saying. Then we get on the second page. We have like 14, 20, blah, blah, all these different Jokers. And I was like, fuck you. When I saw this page, I was like, do not tell me there's fucking 50 Jokers or something like that. But it was just that these guys have been experimented on or they've been Joker gassed or whatever, that they were a dentist. They were an architect or they were whatever. And they were made to look like the Joker. And we see... Batman, Barbara, and a fucked up Red Hood just all around this table. And they're talking, um, you know, Jason's like, there's only two more Jokers and I'm going to kill them when we find them. And Batman's like, fuck you, asshole. Like, we're not going to kill anymore. Is what was missing from issue two. Yes. But again, I think it works better here because he's like, we just went through all this shit and you're still thinking that way is how I read it. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? definitely, definitely. So, but I'm just saying, like, this is what yeah. I was missing. But yeah, now yeah. that I have it, I'm like, okay, now we know for mm-hmm. sure Batman isn't just fucking just like freaking glazed eyes over this yeah. whole shooting Joker thing. Yeah. So then we see Barbara. She's like, let's chill out. And then Bruce is like, fine, we got to work together on this. And uh, he lets him go. And they're starting to talk or whatever. And I don't know if it's right here. Is this where he says, uh, he says, let's work on this together. And they start going through like the criminal, the doctor, like the mastermind, all this stuff. And he says, there's Barbara's like, so there's three originals. And he's like, yes. And he's like, uh, then that would, that made the other two at some point. Uh, it's all a joke to him, or maybe it isn't blah, 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 blah. And this is where they question if Bruce actually knows the identity of the Joker. And Jason Todd's like, you know, and you're not telling us. And he, and then Barbara's kind of like, he would tell us if he knew. And Bruce is like hiding a file or whatever. And he's like, mm. he was like, I don't know, you know, basically. And, uh, you know, Red Hood kind of has a flashback. And he's like, uh, well, before that, Bruce basically tells him, like, let's get you on a better path. You need to drop the Red Hood. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he has a flashback of getting his head beat in with his red hood suit helmet on. Yeah. And and then it's when he talks about like, you know who the Joker is, blah, blah, blah. So um, nothing about Alaska shows up until the very end. In case anybody's wondering that Uh, we get, uh, we find out about the Joe chill stuff. So we go to Blackgate. We know that Joe chills brought out. Uh, We find out that he's been writing letters to Bruce Wayne 
forever, apparently, since this thing happened. Bruce is like, what are these? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's asking the guard, and he has to go talk to the counselor or whatever. We see that Barbara is waiting outside with Red Hood because obviously Red Hood can't go inside because he killed somebody. So he needs to stay out there. And he's like, oh, can we uh, can we try to be us? Or blah, blah, blah. Like we're seeing that side of Jason. Like he wants to be with Barbara. And she's like, asshole. Like I will unmask I'm, if you fucking I'm do this I'm codependent. Again. Yeah. And Barbara basically sets him straight. She's like, if you kill somebody again, I will unmask to put you away. That's basically what she said. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. And um, so Bruce Wayne goes, talks to the counselor. And the counselor's like, Joe Chill is reformed. Like, and he was like, oh, no, he's he's been writing these letters since he was like, he had cancer. He was like, no, he's been doing this for way before. Like, he's a changed man. And Bruce is kind of like, bullshit. And which is, you know, uh, interesting way to think because, you know, his parents got killed by this man. So he's not going to give a fuck um so we know that the joke we get these random panels of the monarch theater which is where i believe the bruce wayne's parents died we have the joker kind of like setting that up uh we have again uh in one of the bruce wayne uh bruce wayne letters of joe chill there is a movie ticket with the joker stuff in it and he's like Mm -hmm. come check out this movie so batman's like oh shit i gotta go to the monarch theater he has uh jason todd and barbara with him they go they're checking some stuff out and they all go in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman goes in the back, it looks like, or in the front. Barbara goes on the roof. Jason goes through the back. And what happens is when they get there, you, we see the comedian Joker with the Joe Chill from the last thing saying, like, confess, tell him why you did it, blah, blah, blah. And then we get all these Jokers come out of nowhere and start fighting everybody. Now I have a question. Uh, yes. Do you think Tynan read this script or had the opportunity to read this script before he wrote Joker War? Um, Maybe? I don't know. This because is two years old or something like that. So This entire fight with Batgirl and Jason fighting off all of these Jokers, I got brute, the vibes of Batman fighting all of those dead bodies, basically, mm-hmm. in the theater. The exact same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be weird if he kind of did that. Um, but who knows? Uh, again, we know that this has been in the works for a while. It's very yep. possible. Um, so we have that. Uh, and then what we find out is the criminal has Joe Chill tied to a chair. And he's like, he's going to do the classic Joker thing of dropping him in a vet. And Batman's like, why are you going to do that? He's dying. He's like, oh, no, no, no. He'll get healed by this, and he needs to be the third Joker. He's like, I thought about doing Red Hood. I thought about doing the girl. He's like, the girl has too much, like, she's too strong. She wouldn't become the Joker. Red Hood is like, you know, there's something wrong with him. He's not damaged goods. Yeah. (laughs) So they were like, nobody will hate, like, Joe Chill is your perfect Joker. And so, like, he's like, we're going to make another one when I pass or some shit like that. He's kind of saying, like, I need a better Joker after me. And um, we still seeing like all these jokers fighting Barbara and Barbara looks like she's about to get uh, beat up by one of them. And the comedian shoots one of the jokers and says, smile. And uh, I think that's interesting because it, again, it gives off the vibes of like the comedians, the one that shot Barbara. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, cool. And then um, we see red hood still fighting a bunch of people. The criminal has a bomb on his chest. So Batman won't do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. 
and he's about to drop Joe Chill in this vat. And um, Joe Chill, what's happening through this whole thing too is Joe Chill confessed on why he actually killed uh, the Waynes. And he, he tells he tells Bruce, "Hey, I know who you are, and I'm sorry." Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Um, and he shoots. Uh, he shoots freaking. I mean, we know Red Hood gets shot. Barbara smashes the camera in the comedian's face. Um, Joe Chill falls into the vat, or Joker tries to like. I don't know. He has a lighter. He's gonna light the rope or some shit, and the, that falls into the vat and explodes, sending Joe Chill almost to his death. Um, but of course, Bruce saves him. Uh, we got Barbara and everybody else fighting in this flaming thing. This all looks really cool. Like, I love the vibe of this. This looks really mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, Joe Chills actually hasn't fallen yet at this point, but Batman saves him. And, like, he's he's saying, like, you know, do you, I know who you are. Um, are you going to, well, see, I don't know if he knows who he is exactly because he's like, are you going to take me back to Blackgate? Um, they talk about you in Blackgate. Um, do you know uh, what I did here? Are you going to kill me? I don't think he knows he's Bruce. Okay, it gave off the vibe that he kind of yeah, and I think okay. I, I realized that the second time I read it, I was like, oh yeah, he doesn't know who he is, um, and he's like, he's like, are you gonna kill me because I deserve it? And Bruce is just there, like I probably wanted to kill you all these times, and he's like, no. And then the a wall's about to fall on them, and Bruce saves his life, and he's like, thank you, and Bruce is like, you're welcome. So you're getting this moment of like clarity for Bruce, like you know what I mean? Like he's like, wow, mm-hmm. this guy really has repented. And it's very interesting. Um, and then we see the criminal come out with this very just crazy look on his face. And he says, God, it hurts to laugh because we found that out a previous issue. Yeah. And he's about to kill himself. He's about to blow up everybody. He's like, this is how it ends. And the comedian shoots him in the head. And he's like, and then there was one. And he just gives himself up. And he does the most Joker thing. He's like, take me to Blackgate or take me to whatever. And we just have, uh, you know, Damien... Uh, Barbara and Jason Todd are talking to each other. We see that Gordon is all knows that she's Batgirl. And yep. he's like, Hey, we, I, we've, it, it, it was the one thing that we called from the yeah. very beginning from issue one. We got the vibe yeah. that he knew. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, I'm not supposed to get into any of this. He was like, but you probably shouldn't mess with red hood. And she was like, I'll mess with who I want. Basically. Um, and this is what I really did enjoy here. This is when we start learning about everything is I love Joker's motivation. I don't love the ending. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I love that he said... So basically, Joker says the reason why he did all this stuff with Joe Chill was that he wanted to not necessarily create another Joker. He wanted to get rid of the one person that tormented Bruce more than the Joker did. And he was like, the only way to do that was to do all of this. Yes. It was like, I needed you to get over the person that killed your parents because Joker says, I know who everybody is. I know who Barbara is. I know who Jason is. And I know who you are. I don't give a fuck, which is very good Joker. So I'm glad they kept that. That has been one of my biggest favorite yes. things. Joker cares about Batman. He does not give a fuck about Bruce Wayne, which is what I didn't like in Tynan's run. Because he's never cared about Bruce Wayne's money. He's never cared about any of that. He's only ever cared about Batman. Yeah. And so, like, that's what was one of my biggest pet peeves about Tynan's run. Um, And Joker goes on to talk about how he didn't like the other two because they just didn't know. They didn't know the game, basically. Yeah. He's like, the criminal wanted to do this and the other one wanted to do that. He was like, 
I knew what I wanted to do. And, and he says that he, you know, he was like, I'm supposed to be the biggest fear. I'm supposed to haunt your nightmares. Me. And I love that. I was like, yes, that is the fucking Joker right there, baby. What does he say? He says, uh, he says, I healed your greatest wound. So now I can be your greatest pain. Me. Yes. I was just like, yes. And he was like, I'll cut you. I'll hurt you. I'll keep twisting that knife until the day we both die together. Like, oh my God. Like that was, that is Joker. And that is freaking Batman right there. Like that was all good. Then we see Bruce going to see Joe Chill on his deathbed. Joe Chill's always wanted to talk to Bruce Wayne. Bruce Mm -hmm. knows now what Joe Chill was doing. So he goes to pay his last respects. We have this moment of Bruce holding his hand and Joe Chill dies. Mm-hmm. So Joe Chill essentially dies with clarity, like he forgives me. Yeah. And Bruce has his clarity that the person that killed his parents is now dead as well. Mm-hmm. And we see Joseph Chill. They do kind of like zoom in on the J.O. to I guess to kind of give a like he was almost the Joker yeah. kind of thing, which that is also kind of paying homage to 1988 Batman, who mm-hmm. was the actual person that killed the Waynes. So we saw that. Then it says somewhere in Alaska. And this is that little part of the book that I said they almost had it. Um, granted, I still five didn't pages. like five yeah. pages. How yeah. fucked up is that? Uh, and granted, I will talk about the other thing I didn't like, but this was mainly it. So Bruce is in Alaska. He's going out there. He's like, so Alfred's talking to him. He's like, so now it's over, right? And we see Barbara about to break another treadmill because it's what she does. We see Jason being emo boy, right? He's going back to his house playing emo music after this. Um, he leaves a note on the door of Barbara's apartment. And it's basically he's pouring his heart out. He's like, I want to be better. And I can only do that with you. Like, I'll give up Red Hood. I just yeah. need to be with you. Yeah. He's all this stuff. And this is a man who almost killed Batman. And he cannot buy good tape. Because the tape, he tapes this to her door. Yeah, I, I would saw throw today, it under her door. Juice, today I saw somebody say the biggest hero of the Three Jokers story, the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's wearing purple that I thought, I was like, don't let that be Joker. I was really oh, hoping that man. wasn't Joker. But so, yes. Um, the janitor sweeps the letter after it falls yeah. off. And like, so Barbara never gets the letter. And I'm just like, yeah. yes, thank God. <laughs> yes, because I don't think anybody wants this to happen. Dude, nobody no. wants this. I know somebody. Oh, my God. No that way. Said, that said that they really hope it happens in main continuity because the drama that would ensue within the Bat family. I'm like, no, I don't read. I don't read. Co- I don't read comics for gossip. Like, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like I just don't. And it's not fun. I think it would be stupid. And they said, oh, this would just be like, uh, I forgot who who they said. And I'm like, no, this would be just as bad as Harley going back to Joker. Like, this is a toxic relationship if it goes forward. Yeah. Do not. I just, I don't want this to happen because the games already made her date Tim, which was so fucking weird to me. Yeah. I hated that. Uh, she is just like Catwoman should always be with Batman. I think she should always be with Dick Grayson. I'm not part of the Grayson Starfire shipping. I'm not. I like them together, but not Barbara and 
dicks should always be together, in my opinion. Tom King says they're the best relationship in comics, which I find very interesting. I could I could see that argument. So um, anyway, so in the letter, though, the reason why that it also makes sense is Jason Todd says in the letter that if you do not respond to this, I will never bring it up and I will act like it never happened and we'll forget about this. So it kind of just gives a like, okay, she's never going to know about it. He's just going to be heartbroken for the rest of his life and he's going to go on and move on. And so mm-hmm. the relationship's never going to happen, but it almost happened is kind of what this is. Gross. Then, then, just these final last few pages. Fuck this up for me. <laughs> Alfred is talking to Bruce. He's like, so did you ever find out who he was? Or like, you're never going to find out who he is. Bruce tells, and I hated this line, really. He's like, not to sound like people think I am, I do, Alfred, but I'm Batman. The and I was like, worst line yeah, ever writes. Yeah, he's like, I knew the Joker's name one week after we first met. And I'm like, no, no, you're not going to do this to me right now. And Alfred's like, what? And this is, okay, look, there's one fucking cardinal sin you do not do in comic books. And Jeff John, this is Jeff Johns, the king of comic books besides Alan Moore. He's the god. Jeff Johns is the king. You do not fuck with classic stories continuity. You don't fucking do it. Mm. You just don't do it. Jeff Johns did a really great thing with Doomsday Clock. Without not fu- He didn't fuck up that story at all. He just added around it. Mm. He didn't fuck up with Watchmen. He fucked with the killing joke. You don't do that. You do not do that. This is one of my biggest cardinal sins in comic books. Jeff Johns made it to where the two goons, which is really weird, or two police officers, save Joker's wife and kid from the killing joke. Which, I don't like that. Because we thought the Joker hit rock bottom. It's the one bad day. It's the biggest thing from that story. Everybody has one bad day. That can make you change. And the Joker's was when his freaking wife was murdered by the two goons that wanted him to be Red Hood. They were like, oh, a gas lamp went off and your building blew up. She's dead. And you're just like, what? And he's like, oh, man. He's like, well, I guess you can still do that job since you ain't got no wife now, can you, buddy? And so he goes and does that. He falls into the vat and he becomes Joker. That's his one bad day. And John's here made it to where the cops saved her, put her on a train, and she lives secretly in Alaska. And the reason why Bruce has never told anybody that he knows the Joker's identity is because if it got out, they would find this family and the Joker would come after them. And I was like, no. Why? Why would you do this? Okay, do you do you want me to ruin not only that but the entire series of three Jokers right now? How so? Okay, so what did Fabic and John say about this book in the very beginning? Continuity. They're going to take risks? No, about oh, continuity. That it could fit into it? It could. Or it's supposed to be the, it's supposed to be the sequel to The Killing Joke. 
It's supposed to be the sequel to Killing Joke. But one of the biggest parts of this story was that it was the it was the leftover breadcrumbs mm-hmm. of Justice League. Yeah. Why did Batman ask who Joker was mm-hmm. if he already knew his name? Yeah, I actually thought about this. Uh, because I was thinking about the fucking Mobius chair. I was like, why would the Mobius chair say there's three if like is the Mobius chair No no no, no not know no, the original? No 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 no. All you have to do is ask the question, why would Bruce ask the chair who was Batman if he already knew or who is Joker if he already knew who Joker was? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a stupid thing. So But I was just saying in continuity. Yes. It makes no sense. So I had this conversation today. So somebody tagged me in a post saying, hey, what was your favorite release for this week? I didn't answer because I wanted to see what other people were talking about. Mm -hmm. Somebody said three Jokers. This person said it was a great read, but ultimately I felt a little let down. They brought up the Mobius chair. Somebody else entirely different said, oh, I was confused about that as well. And then this person says, oh, because Black Label, my dude, it's not a thing. And I said, Black Label is an excuse to Jeff for forgetting why he made the story in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, and no, that was one of the biggest things. I, I, I will tell you, I have heard interviews where people say, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that. And so I just mm-hmm. went with something else. Yeah. People, it happens. But yeah. for a person like Jeff Johns to be working on a book for so long, to have a storyline of the three Jokers, literally the reason why you make this story is because of the killing joke and your own Justice League run, and you completely forget about it. Yeah. Th- it throws the entire story of three jokers away entirely. Yeah. I don't so look, I, I'm going to retcon this. I'm just going <laughs> to say this. Like when I get to DC and because I, I like a lot of the stuff that happened in here. Um, and the reason why here's the thing is unfortunately when you're a reviewer and you're somebody that does a podcast and you do stuff like this and you want to write comics, you know, people are always going to remember this story no matter yes. what. Yes. So you have to retcon this because people are always going to say this is continuity. So you have to retcon this. So I'm not going to say what my idea is, but I'm going to retcon this to where there's only one fucking Joker because this just doesn't fucking make sense. And it's going to be hard to do. I'm probably going to throw some shit out. I don't really know what I'll do, but it because this was a good story. I enjoyed the story. The character development was good. So, like, you there's complete, this other story. Like, if you if you ended it, like, honestly, I'm looking at the book now. If you ended it with the janitor, no, 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 yeah, yeah. If you ended it with the janitor sweeping the note mm-hmm. out into the hallway. That would have been that would have been it. Yeah, we already got conclusion with Joker and Batman. Mm-hmm. Well, because you could you could interpret the three Joker if, thing if as... you if you get if you take out the Alaska part, like mm-hmm. if you just show from the moment you see the J O on the tombstone 
from Joe Chill. Yeah. And then go straight to the panel where it says out of order Mm -hmm. and go straight into the whole thing with Barbara and Jason. That's the end of the book. You'll get closure with our three main characters and you're done. You're Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. But he fucked it up. Yeah, dude. Like it was so close. Um, The thing here is, I think especially if you end it with the conversation, which I think is still such an amazing conversation. And I'm not going to just say this book was bad because of the ending. We've said a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories that do not end well. Like they just they miss it by an inch or something. And I think this is one of them because I think the character development in this is fantastic. I think it is great. It is very Jeff Johns. And just I don't like that they brought his family back because you're giving a solidified origin to the joker which you do not do you just don't do it you just don't and um i'm very surprised johns would do that like honestly because i feel like he tiptoed around doomsday clocks watchmen so well yeah why would you do this here like in in all honesty this i would give issue three an eight out of ten one whole point for all of this fuckery at mm-hmm. the end of the book. But another point for not solidifying who the three jokers were. Yeah. Because that was just a pet peeve of ours. And mm-hmm. to the point where we legitimately had a we had like a small argument. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. work. Uh-huh. Because of it. To like you said that if there was any possibility that there was three actual jokers, mm-hmm. you would hate the story. Yeah. Technically there was because yeah. there's no explanation. Yes. And that is where I feel like, and comics do this every once in a while. And I feel like John's is using it here. He leaves it up to interpretation, right? Because we never got confirmation that the criminal was the one that beat up Jason Todd. We mm-hmm. never got confirmation that the silly or the clown was the one that shot Barbara. Like yeah. the comedian could have done every single one of those. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I was like, I think the comedian is the master. And if anybody comes into my mentions mm-hmm. or wherever and says, hey, that plot point doesn't matter, then why the fuck is this story called Three Jokers? Yeah. See, and it leaves it up into interpretation because Joker even says it himself. Did he create me or did I create him? We don't know exactly when they created three Jokers. So even with that, it's just those last five pages should have just chunked them in the trash. Even if you wanted to go all the way back to the Mobius chair and he asked the question, what is Joker's name? And the Joker just so happened to make three more, two other Jokers at that time. Then you could, I could, I could okay it. I would think it's stupid, but I could be like, okay i guess you know if he would have been like at the time he's making two other jokers and Mm -hmm. do whatever we never get confirmed on how he makes them we didn't get that either and and i I, with a character like the joker i'm okay with mystery like that a lot of people are like no i fucking need to know the science and how he does it and the chemicals used in it not with the joker i don't see and and i just needed because because we know that he was making jokers we saw that in the pool Mm -hmm. but for us we were like okay are they clones Mm -hmm. are they 
like brainwashed like what exactly is it and there was nothing really to just put that small little cherry on top yeah to like complete the story Mm -hmm. and i will say that is one whole point for me and then like i said all the fuckery at the end this is an eight out of ten i would say all three issues together a good like i would have to say 9.25 like close Mm. to nine five this was a good story i love the art um now one thing i will be completely honest with uh fabic said that you know he spent a lot of time creating gotham for this story and Mm -hmm. you don't see a whole lot of it no not at all so i want to know if if there's going to be a like a complete edition or whatever an absolute condition Mm-hmm. edition sorry that is going to have more of his artwork yeah uh yeah i'll be very interested in here i'm trying to see um let's see so if you guys want to go check out fabic did this whole big post which i think artists and writers know that they're going to do something people don't like because they always use this one line of like um it doesn't where did he write it at um he says i hope that the end we delivered something that you enjoyed as much as we enjoyed creating it uh he says something along the lines of like it doesn't matter what people think we feel like we did something for the ages or something like that like artists and people always do that shit and um so i'm like "Mm um let's see yeah it says here uh uh, thankful put, for, uh, put your faith and trust in us i hope in the end we delivered something that you enjoyed as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. oh well no hold on no it's um i think if i'm trying to find it right we stood up back at the end and we felt like we had something classic on our hands truly incredible reading it today blah 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 emotional mature woman blah, blah, blah. Uh, i feel like a creator walking away from dc at this point be uncomfortable love my future is wide open and now i feel i accomplished all i wanted with dc i feel like this may be my final word on batman but i'll never say never if you the fans want more we will give you more i don't want more of this story i just want to make that very clear this should be done (laughs) i don't want more of this not because it's bad but i'm tired of force-fed good stories after this because it'll never be it'll never live up to the hype deceased dead planet is not as good as deceased um freaking three jokers it's gonna be three jokers two and the very first two pages is gonna be the comedian killing his family in alaska and the mystery will be how he found out yeah um or you know red hood becomes the joker after all that time um who knows but uh yeah we don't need more of this i don't care if dc brings a fucking truckload of money to jeff johns please don't take that jeff johns um because this story is good you know it's a good story he just fucked up the final five pages and um yeah i don't know again because like the my brain would have willingly interpreted like okay, maybe he made those other jokers. The Mobius chair would still make sense. But him saying that he's always known who the be- who the Joker was makes no sense. And I even like the character development with Joe Chill because I've always felt like that's a story that needs to be told. Like, it just needs to be ended. You know what I mean? Because in real life, people do get closure like that sometimes. And like, why hasn't Bruce gotten that closure? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I enjoyed that. I like what we saw with Barbara and I like what I like that 
you know what was happening with red hood and batman um but yeah if if they wanted to do another story that followed these characters but didn't involve joker like how they're getting past this i'd be cool with that yeah. Um, but I just don't want it to involve Joker anymore. Like, I think this is good. We can finally put this to rest. I just hate that from now on, everybody's gonna be like, well, there was three Jokers. Uh, so now there's Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, there's Jared Leto's Joker, and whoever's gonna be in Matt Reeves' movie's Joker. So we can technically have all three Jokers in this universe at once. I'm just like, oh my God, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, this is gonna be like the biggest thing. It's been my biggest pet peeve. Because again, again, Joker should only ever be one three character. Batman. Oh God, Adam West Batman, this Batman, and Christian no, Bale's it, Batman. It, it, it's gonna be Ben Affleck, Pattinson. Oh God, and Michael Keaton. Yeah, boom, right there, all three, <laughs> three Batman. Oh God, I don't know. So Joaquin can be freaking no, no, because Keaton's older than Joaquin. Joaquin could probably be all three Jokers for the way he acts. <laughs> um, shit. That would be interesting. But yeah, you know, for the most part, enjoyed the story. It was literally, like I said, they, he missed the mark by an inch. And mm-hmm. like, dude, when I read that that freaking on the way to Blackgate thing, I was just like, this is fucking great. Like, it was so Joker. And again, we've talked about it on this podcast. Not everybody knows how to write Joker. No. Like, they just don't. Uh, Tynan does not know how to write Joker. You know, see, this wordy Batman here mm-hmm. at the very end, like you said, this this was quite possibly a perfect monologue. It mm-hmm. had passion. It gave you all the somewhat answers that you wanted. Yeah. And it was just so sweet to have that one line of freaking... I healed your greatest wound so I can become your greatest pain. Yeah. Like that is just like so good. I, I think that will be in a movie one day. I might put it in there, but I think it'll be in a movie (laughs) one day Um, because that is just such a good thing. Like, you know, I can only imagine that being at the end of a movie. You know what I mean? Like Batman actually sitting in the car with him at the end of the road. Cause like, I'm surprised that that's never happened in a movie because like it's always like the joker's got to be super crazy but you've never had the joker over a trilogy like as a main character or something like that which Mm -hmm. matt reeves may do that in the second and third movie granted we did hear nolan was joker was supposed to be in the third batman movie but unfortunately heath ledger died um so we don't know what they were ever going to do there but i've always wanted to see the chess scene with joker and batman where they're playing chess together and he's like we're gonna kill each other one day right and like oh, he literally yeah. asked that to Joker. Like that would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, again, art was gorgeous in this book. The art was so good. Um, and if this was Fabic's last Batman book, this is a great book to go out on, honestly. Yeah. You know, uh right after you sent this to me, my co-host on uh Comic Book Legion sent it to me, and he pretty much came to the same conclusion that you did. Like he like the only thing he wants to work on is whatever John's wants to work on. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like he wants to work with anybody else, but I said, I said the guy's, he, the guy has a family. He has mm-hmm. a, a, a son. But then I thought I was like, well, 
according to Fabic, this book sold pretty well. Yeah. And how long, like, I would really love to know. I know no artist would ever tell you. Mm -hmm. But I would like to, like, if I could ask Fabic one question and he couldn't lie, I would ask him, how much money did you make from this series? Not from the first issue, but from this series. Yeah. You know, because if he could, if he could legit be like, "Eh, I don't have to work for another like three years or something. Yeah. That's plenty of time for Johns to be like, all right, I want to do another story. Yeah. You know, what has he done? Besides this, Doomsday, right? Uh, that was it. Is this? No, this that is was Gary like, Frank. You keep getting those two confused. God damn it! I did that too recently. Yeah, their, I saw, their styles I, are so similar. It's on the freaking Instagram post. Oh, and I know somebody corrected me. I was like, "Fuck!" And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, they're very similar." They're, <laughs> like, that's literally what the person said. Too. They are very similar. Everybody gets it wrong. Um, Fabic. The last thing that Fabic was on. Uh oh. Gosh. I Froze? I on I can't I can't remember. Uh, yeah. I you I honestly up. I We're honestly good. can't remember. Huh? What are you saying? You can't remember what? Oh, okay. So you froze for a little bit. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. I can't remember what he was on before this. Yeah, it was funny because yeah, because I thought he was doing. I was like, Jim Lee said y'all were doing this, whatever, and somebody was like, that's Gary Frank. And I'm like, oh fuck. But their styles are very similar, like very similar. Um, because if you were to throw if you were to throw down pages of Doomsday Clock and throw down pages of Three Jokers, I'd be like, that's the same artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we also know that he has those Prime One Studio uh, statues coming out. He's probably made a good chunk of change from that. Uh, I would think, because granted, he I doesn't own he... the characters, but he's just he... been doing covers. Since since then, I think the last big project he did was wow the internal pages of Dark Side War. Really? So did he the, not do anything for King in his run? He did covers for King. Mm. David Damn. Finch did interiors. Finch, David Fabic, and Frank, the mm-hmm. three F's. They are very similar in style. Yeah, yeah. I think David Finch is a little bit more gritty in his style, uh, at least in that Batman run that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's, I feel like over time, artists get very attached to certain writers. Um, I don't think you'll ever see uh, Tom King not work with Mitch or Clay going forward in any oh, of yeah. his big books. True. Um, I'm pretty sure they'll continue to do whatever he's going to do after this. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't see Clay Man working on anything that's not Tom King going forward, which would be really weird. I don't because Clay Man can only do, I guess, arcs. His style is too detailed for him not to spend a lot of time on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Tom King has three other stories that are going to come out after these three current ones we're about to read. So I wouldn't be surprised if Clay Man's going to be on one of those. Um, I'm very interested to see what they're going to be. We know he wants to do share at the end of this year. He'll find out if he gets Sheriff of Babylon done. Um, so Mitch will probably go straight to that if they can make it again. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be very nuts. Again, this was a great story. I really enjoyed it. Um, I just uh, that ending, man. It just sucks because I was just like, God, so close, John, so close. I would love to ask him like, why, like why, <laughs> why? 
just because like it's I just always thought Johns was that one of those people that is so into comics that he knows you don't do that with that. You don't, you just don't do that. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and like, I know people have fucked with more stuff before. And I know there's those diehard people out there that are fucking all super more lovers. They're like, Oh, anybody that touches more stuff should go to hell and die. Um, But there have been people that have worked with Alan Moore's properties and have done good jobs. Yeah. And uh, I'm just very surprised that he would change something in The Killing Joke. Like, that is so ballsy that you think people would be totally cool with that. Uh, and some people probably are going to be. I think there are people out there like, oh, my God, he added to it. I'm like, mm, oh, I no, think he made it worse. There's, there's plenty of people on that post that I was talking about that said that Three Jokers was the best book that they read this week. And now, I mean, I could agree with that. I yeah. could agree with that. Yeah, never mind. But mm-hmm. as far as like it being like a definitive like yes for the ending, I'll have yeah. to ask around. Yeah, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see what happens. But um, for the most part, uh, I will still buy the hardcover. It comes out what next month. Yep, um, next month. I'm interested to see what it looks like. Um, Did you see that uh, one in five hundred cover? Cover? I did not. What did it look like? It was literally. The covers of each issue, uh-huh. as like a like reel of film. Really? Yeah. And that's it. it. So it was all the covers that everybody has been purchasing throughout the entire mm-hmm. series, and then the last one was all black, and you see a bullet hole, and then you just see like the Joker's eye peeping through it. Yeah. As like the last piece of film. Hmm. And I was like. That's not that great. The one in 500 should have been that band cover. Yep. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they have not released that. They should. Have. Somebody out there has one of those. Somebody has to. They had to have printed them. I don't know. I It might have been. Did it get. I, I have to go back and do some research. If it was like already like very controversial during the previews. Yeah. Because if they caught it during the previews, then it was never printed. Hmm. somebody owns that but i bet you anything jim lee probably owns the original file probably uh, i bet you that guy just has the art just on his wall again there's so many like original things that i want to see i did just buy a is gilliam march is his name right yeah uh, uh oh, did you finally get his i finally got those two sketchbooks he has one of the panels is from the naked Catwoman in that book so like it's like her backside and bruce is like oh <laughs> So, like, he has that panel in there, and he does, like, Catwoman's the only girl he draws, like, with some nude stuff, and that's it. Mm. Everybody else is just, like, clothed. And it's a really good art book, but it's, like, Catwoman's the only one he has, like, nudity with. Which, again, like, the way he draws it, I think is very tasteful. It's not anything crazy. I wish DC and stuff. Yeah, I saw your TikTok today. I saw your Yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just going to say, if there's any anime fans out there, holy shit. Somebody told me to watch this one anime. It is 18 plus, and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Like, it's... Oh, you know one thing I learned about anime that is very different from America? You know when they show, like, the boobs and all that kind of stuff? Like, that's very male fantasy, as some people would say. It's Mm -hmm. called fan service over there, where fan service is very different for us here. Fan service is like getting like Barbara and uh, Dick Grayson like back together. Like that's yeah. fan service. 
But over there, like every time on TikTok, they're like, dude, season three has so much fan service. It's kind of terrible. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, you're saying when they show like naked girls and all that kind of stuff, that's fan service? And that's they're like, hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's very different here in America. Like, wow. that's pornography. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, if you want a new interesting anime to watch, go watch High School DXD. <laughs> you have to be 18, though, so just throwing that out there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but anyways, it's a good series. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, anyways, uh, you have anything that's coming out this week? Um, Yes, I do. Uh, from when this will be, I guess, dropped, mm-hmm. which will be Friday. on Friday. On Sunday, so two days after this, my very first episode of Ranger Alliance will be coming out. I reviewed the first three episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, as well as talked about the new Power Rangers franchise that will be starting up uh, within the next year or two, as well as the whole Brian Edward Hill writing that movie. Nice. I also... I'm going to be, of course, like always, on the Comic Book Legion podcast. I have a Shonen Jump, Shonen Jump Saturday show that's coming up tomorrow. And also, I now have a fifth show. Oh, God. With <laughs> Jim. I know. I know this. Mm-hmm. I actually recorded it on Tuesday. And he was like, hey, do you, just, do you just want to do this on Tuesday mornings? And I was just like, yeah, why not? <laughs> so uh, we're going to be reviewing... Uh, like maybe th- two to three Marvel books, basically mm-hmm. every Tuesday. Um, mainly we we talked about doing Spider Man, so every two weeks or so, uh, okay. we'll be on Tuesdays at the Weird Science Marvel podcast. So check mm-hmm. that out. Interesting. That is a lot of podcasts. Yes, but all you do is listen to podcasts, so I understand it um yeah you you can find me on juice from the uh juice reacts uh a juice from the box channel as well that will be a video game channel very soon i've been testing video game stuff for the longest time and my pc will handle it and then not so i'm trying to figure out the sweet spot of how to record stuff um of course you can check me out on the twitch channel which uh friday we will be streaming so if you're listening to this on friday we're probably streaming at that time um definitely come hang out i will hopefully have a full-blown stream schedule by the end of the year i will keep you posted on that of course go check out my tiktok where i've been posting random ass anime stuff recently so go check that out and uh of course you can see me on any of my other social medias at juice from the box but that is going to be it ladies and gentlemen hope you enjoyed this super packed freaking episode we had for you this week it's almost two hours and just two hours and 30 minutes right now but that is gonna be it as always he is fanboy clay I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman!